You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Why do I gotta be so negative all the time? Like, I gotta show other people some love. But at the same time, where's mine? Yo, hey yo, what the fuck selling drugs? Got a 9 to 5. Nine to five. I was used to that commute down on 95. Nine nine I was talking to my tunes like you wanna ride? Yeah. But my new shit exclusive, then I rewind. Word, nah, I couldn't do the radio. Radio. So I put my playlist on my phone. Yo, my own shit, nobody knows it. But even when I don't, find my vocals are explosive. Boom. I hate saying that I basically relocated for payment. But my paychecks and payment, they kept me alienated from any savings I could make from my enslavement. For wages, I couldn't make it. So to make it, I chased up my state. It's great, Pat. Uh, yeah, it is. But this rap scene's crap. So here's Matt and he's fearing that his lyrical passion with which he adamantly raps could be shattered in the past. As I'm stagnant with this rap shit, so half of me has to be all hater. Slim show. What's up? 
In this corner, he's known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the road. Yeah, he's got Let's a nice crew. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, sick, Pete? Yeah, yeah, I got a bad cold. Getting over it. You were fucking your sister. Ugh. You tried calling in sick, and you're like, you know, I'm like, I'm not having it. Because Mike already, the angel of death, <laughs> didn't come in. Did you fire him, or did you get him sick? I don't know, man. I, I just think, uh, you know. It's too much for him? We're going to be extra shitty to yeah. you then. Because uh, of cheers. it. Cheers. Let me not spill anything on equipment. Like I figured I he was, like, trying to kill more celebrities. I told him. Or us. We'd be the next three. Right. That was amazing. It was literally the next day. It's all right. It's sweet. I think it's too sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what? Mm. It doesn't... It smells good. It smells yeah. great. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't mix... It doesn't mix well. No. Ugh. It has too much of those, like, uh, like the... It's like, here's a shitty bottle I don't like. <laughs> Take it to your friends. Is that what it was? It was a bottle from your father, you said? Yeah, no, no, that's it. exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but he drank the most of it, right? No, no, or did it all was, slide in your car? That was, that, some of it was from Christmas. We all tried some. Well, I didn't oh, try so any. Didn't oh, I thought you remembered. Nah. And then, remember? and then the rest, the other bunch of it just spilled out in the back of my car. I thought you were <laughs> drinking it on uh, Martin Luther King Day when you were handing out those flyers in Red Bank. Well, I was. Because <laughs> it's a nice Pete's southern... hometown. On Red Bank, he was... Uh, it's got a nice southern flavor. Sighted, handing out flyers. KKK flyers all over the lawns. A matter of fact, he did go to Red Bank recently. That's what you were doing at Red ah, Bank. That was your, yeah. you, you know your cousin is a grand wizard, right? <laughs> so you and my cousin were handing out flyers. He's the grand wizard. I thought you said he was a kid toucher. His he's cousin. Well, oh. <laughs> he's, he's both. both. <laughs> you can be a grand you wizard. You have to be a grand, a quick yeah. kid toucher to be a grand wizard. It's one of the requirements. What, uh, as long as you're not touching the uh, the little black kids, it's okay. As much what did as you as do? As... Why don't Hollywood show up anymore? We need to Hollywood down on our Christian Vogels. Well, you know he's working. He's working on that new movie, the the new Warcraft movie that's coming. Out. I got a new movie he's working on. Working on the Warcraft movie. <laughs> I was gonna debut in a little bit, in a few minutes. No, oh, he's he's double fisting movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like five or six Two of them. Yeah. Three in his mouth at the same time. It's <laughs> fucking big floppy dark movies everywhere. <laughs> I got a couple emails. I got some. Uh, my Carmine finally watched uh, one of the um, parts of the show. We watched uh, Bleeding Critic. He said he fucking loved it. Awesome. He said, uh, "Where was it?" Uh, oh, he's like, "Yeah, listen to the whole that whole thing." He said, "That's great." He said, "It sounds great. It's a really cool setup." And uh, Dan, Dan Beckman said it was cool seeing us live on, or seeing us on the uh, YouTube channel. It was and cool that, having him, man. That was a really yeah. that was one of uh, one of my favorite interviews that we've had recently. It's amazing. Uh, a lot of fun. A couple of emails too. There was one site like because that's another thing. Like I've been looking Here. for uh, what Pete? Oh, sorry, I'm just gonna finish come on. I'm talking about the <laughs> shitty liquor. It's over. <laughs> I'm finishing. Oh, oh fuck. Just muttering to himself <laughs> about how good it is and how That's we're just assholes and how he hopes Mike kills us. I need to give you that shitty fucking... mic so they can't hear you at the time. <laughs> I thought he usually sat too far to even hear him. Well, yeah, so I gave him this mic because it oh, picks him up fuck. from all the way over Get there. Get him off the mic. <laughs> talking but, uh, oh, yeah, I got uh, another. Uh, what was it? Um, I don't know what I was looking it up for. 
Oh, for like getting sponsors and shit, and they're like, uh, oh, it's good to have a journalist or somebody review your show. And there was this one, I, I can't even remember what it's called. Where is it? Um, it'll say, probably say in the email, their site. Um, blah, blah, blah. My podcast reviews. Wouldn't you think it was this guy's podcast reviews? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's it sounds like my it's podcast his, it's reviews. His reviews on other people's podcasts, um, right? So I yeah, sent him an email. Would you, know, would you uh, consider uh, reviewing our podcast? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, all about us. And uh, then he gets back. I'm sorry, you seem to have misunderstood the purpose of our service. Well, it's called my podcast reviews. Yeah, we do what? not do podcast reviews, <laughs> but we what? check all 155 separate iTunes stores plus Stitchers to deliver you your well, latest podcast reviews. I already have something like that. It's Pod uh, Rover. Why would and, you uh, call it? Why would that? it be called yeah. my podcast reviews? Yeah, I guess it's for you. You know your own. Like it makes a little sense, but it's still kind of fucking retarded. And then he goes. If you would like us to, uh, or if you would like to have your podcast evaluated, that's a separate service we offer for $1,500. Uh, what? What the $1,500 for a fucking uh, review? What a fucking yeah, piece fuck of that shit. shit. That's... And then uh, our other buddy uh, did get back because I was like, I wanted to know. Stan Killens, aka SK, with those sweet beats. I was like, how much How much uh, does this shit charge, like, cost? And he said, uh, it's 15 a beat. 25 for the beat track out, whatever the fuck that means. I guess 15 is like leasing. 25, I guess, is only exclusive rights vary. And then graphic designs, which is what the broad does, I think. What was it? Yeah, name? yeah, that was what the broad does. Uh, Alyssa Spirul, aka Tiara Love, L U V. Tiara, oh, right. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the, the graphics uh, design depends on what you need. So. I, fucking uh, wannabes. <laughs> are you going to buy us some sweet beats, Pete? <laughs> are you also going to get our uh, podcast evaluated yeah! for 1500 <laughs> Dude, I would be so I'll pissed if I you pay that service and they just give you like a shitty review. Well, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. They're going to pay. If I ran a service like that, I don't even care if the show was good. I would just give everyone fucking shitty reviews and be like, you gave me fucking 15 hundred dollars to review your shitty ass podcast <laughs> not that our podcast is shitty but that's what i would do to people I would just fucking tell them that all their shit sucked when they gave yeah, me money it's definitely a scam <laughs> yeah absolutely i've yeah. i got it what's that pete? Slim? Pete? oh Slim? Pete? Slim? we'll, we'll pete talk Slim. at the same time no, uh, I just no um <laughs> yeah no i was just gonna say i mean we can have we had people review our show for free that listen to it like why would yeah. we need some yeah. asshole <laughs> do you see uh kanye no, I didn't see his next. He's going to fucking help. He's going to make good music. He's going to make covers. He's going to have album covers. You didn't see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to do an album of David Bowie songs. Oh, no. Oh. No. Oh, you didn't see that either? I think oh, you did. I didn't see that either. Yeah, no. there's a petition to stop it if you Holy go to our uh, Facebook page. It's on there, the petition to stop it. What an opportunistic bag of shit. Oh, there it is. He's going to do uh, an album of Bowie covers. But I started thinking, I'm like, why don't we get some dead Bowie money? Why can't we have some fucking, why can't we cash in on this shit? Yeah. We could do a whole album of Bowie oh, I was covers. thinking even better. Oh, I was thinking of a movie called Weekend at Bowie's. <laughs> no, man. And Kanye, yeah, David Bowie, like, dies by the pool. And Kanye's, like, the bumbling pool boy. And he finds him dead. And, you know, and then all of a sudden Bowie's phone rings. And it's these, like, mafia thugs, like, looking for money that Bowie owes him. And he's like, they're like, you know, if, if you don't get us the money... By tomorrow, we're going to kill you and your family. I was thinking Slim should be Bowie, and we'll paint him with the white... No. <laughs> I don't get to be Bowie. No. 
I gotta get like uh, like Alan Rickman or something. <laughs> like a fucking Brit. A real Brit's he's gotta, gotta play. He's gotta be him. dead. <laughs> so yeah, dead. so like, yeah, the whole thing is he's got one last concert to do, Bowie, and fucking, you know, then Kanye's gotta get him to the concert and shit. There's like a sweet fucking, uh, sweet party scene where, you know, he's like, dumped over in a fucking pile of coke and then you know he's drinking beers and shit and then there's like a sweet police chase scene on the way to the fucking like to the, the party gets broken up they're on the way to the fucking concert and shit like that and uh yeah and there's a golf scene there's got to be a cool golf scene oh, yeah. of course it wouldn't be a good movie without a cool golf scene uh, well, and then like what's that uh Pete? i was gonna I'll, I'll talk to hollywood and see if he can get a hold did. of oh really that's what i said see if he could get a hold of kanye for he's us he's fucking yeah triple anal fisting movies <laughs> at this point he doesn't give a shit he's fucking cranking them out he has steered us wrong on so many occasions and this is one of them and uh <laughs> oh man so yeah, at the concert it's gonna be like Lenny from Lenny from uh, Motorhead opening and shit. All right. And then Kanye is gonna come out. He's gonna have uh, Bowie like taped to his tied to his fucking wrist and his <laughs> and his ankles. He's gonna be dancing around stage and shit. But he's gonna have the wrong CD. He's gonna have like the Spice Girls, and in and, and the fucking CD player. So he's gonna have to like fucking sing. He's gonna have to sing a Bowie song like Bowie played guitar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. And I'm then, a little. Oh, confused. but then what's that? How is Lenny gonna be at the? Uh... Lemmy. Lemmy, yeah. Motorhead. Isn't he dead? Yeah. How's yeah. he going to be there? How's he not? Oh, he's dead too. <laughs> make like a marionette. Yeah, but then there has to be somebody else holding up Lemmy. That's another movie, Christian said. <laughs> okay. And there's no puppeteers so this, that are skilled so enough. So he's doing a spin-off of uh, Weekend at, at Bowie's. It's going to be Weekend at Lemmy's. <laughs> no, Weekend at, at Bowie's. Oh, okay. David Bowie. I was thinking on one starring Alan Rickman (laughs) (laughs) and Lemmy from Motorhead, but that's probably just gonna be CGI'd. He said because he's got Mexicans doing that. Yeah, yeah. But um, so then I was thinking, yo, they they do the big, you know, the big concert. It finally goes off. There's fucking everything's good, and then the fucking like the mafia guys they're holding up, you know, they're holding up the ticket booth for the money, and it's not enough. So they just fucking start spraying bullets everywhere and then kanye dies because they shoot bowie and it's going through him yes and then uh yeah and then maybe that's it did i write anymore i don't know is there, uh, there has, sounds fantastic yeah but there, that's got to be an epic scene though like, yeah, uh, yeah like when, when the yeah. bullet goes through bowie and like hits it's kanye it's kanye it's just got to be slow motion. slow motion yeah like bullet cool time, boy like... kanye he's gonna he's oh, got to be down christian said he's gonna fucking He's going to hit him up. I want to sign this petition. I really do. For uh, our movie? Well, I, no, no, I already no. started yeah, Kickstarter. All right. But also to stop this from happening. You Don't, don't stop our movie. No, 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 no. No, the movie must happen. But All right. That must not. That mm-hmm. abomination. Well, well I, if we're making a movie and we're cashing in on a little dead Bowie money, we can <laughs> let Kanye slide on this one, well, I think. Well, yeah. There's a, there's a He's lot. He's so fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. I do like when you sing uh, Ziggy Stardust, though. That was I just tell everyone he's a racist bag of shit, but it's easy on the ears when he sings a Bowie song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, we, we should, along with uh, Weekend at Bowie's, we should release a album of you just singing Bowie songs. No, no music, though. It's just going to be acapella Bowie songs from the Slamborghini. Christian said he was going to make the, the, the Lemmy movie called Lemmy Winks or something? Lemmy, oh, Lemmy Winks. Okay. Killy, yeah. Killy Moister Winks. <laughs> and that will explain why Lemmy, who is dead, is at the concert opening for He's dead, but David his eye just twitches. Maybe and that's, that's why it's called Lemmy Winks. Maybe, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. maybe that's the day he died, though, at that concert. He could have died oh, right then and there. You don't yeah. even fucking know if he's dead yet. That movie is a movie. Played that's that... how Hollywood Christian sells him. He doesn't, he's 
fucking works magic. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Big fucking magic. Were you drinking your shot? Yeah, I'm, I'm just... So that's much. all right. I'm hiding mine under the table. I haven't even, like... Oh, here. It. Have some more. <laughs> no. Well, you, you're the one that poured yourself a second shot. Yeah, but like... it's, you know, you go to Irish hell if you let liquor just sit there, so it's yeah. it's got to be finished. Well, then finish it. Hold on. <laughs> just give me a... If you had a retard son, what would you name him? Um. I mean, there's the, the staple. Oh, man, you. maybe like Zippy Zappy or something. That's a good one. That is a good one. one. I thought of uh, Spartacus. I thought that would be a funny retard well, there's, name. Good. there's like that new uh, virus going around from like... <laughs> It makes you a re makes you have yeah, retard kids. It makes your kids have, like it, it like fucks with nah. their development. If they're born already, I, yeah, no, no, it, or if they're in the developing sack. in the oh, you know, in the sack or in the actually in the yeah. I heard belly. if you have the pregnant broad sitting in the fucking uh the garage all night with the car running, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that's works. one of those. Or viruses. with these mosquitoes. Or if you kick them down the stairs a lot when they're pregnant. I I saw that in a study. That it could make the baby a reverie. Oh, you looking shit up now? God damn. Yeah, he can't. He's just making noises. I, I don't even know where that's it's, coming from. It sounds like it's coming from my. Well, I was thinking Corky. What is that short for? Like Corktholomew? Corktholomew. Fuck. Is that a real retard name or are they just Corktholomew J. Barton or something? Yeah, I, I would. I would. Mine would be a really ridiculous name. Like, Kaka! That would be his name. It's a big Kaka! <laughs> when the teacher's introducing him, I would like all introduce our news to Kaka! That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but, uh... There would be instructions to everybody that says his name too. They have to pronounce it like that, or he's just not gonna pay it. He's not gonna oh, yeah. get it. Here I'll it never answer to anything else. Kaka Ka is just not gonna work. What, whatever. It's, he... it's called the Zika. It's the actual virus. They actually have a picture too. Take Holy the computer shit. away from him. Just, <laughs> well, no, I purposely did that because I knew laughing it. about pictures. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be a mistake. Oh That's God. why I left it there. Is he looking up tranny porn now? Yeah. <laughs> He's looking up this virus he was telling us about. <laughs> See, no, this He's is just good. downloading viruses <laughs> to your computer. This is good. This is uh, executive this is intern. What happens? Work. He's actually not. Was producing. he supposed to have a computer at some point? No, I think so. Look, yeah. It's it's, it's zippy zappy. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it's you amazing. just Google retard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Retardedkids.org.gov. I, I literally Googled the Zika virus. That mother looks so disappointed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The Zika virus likely affected her baby, and she feels Brazil doesn't care. Well, it's in Brazil. It's not <laughs> yeah. affecting us in the States. I don't care about Brazil. Sorry. Yeah, me neither. Fucking sorry, Brazil. But you're getting... Brazil's like, ah, oh, we could use a couple more of those. <laughs> but I mean... What do you, you mean? <laughs> it's all zippy-zappy. That's what happened to him. Yeah, that virus. That's what Ron Oh, and me. I was talking to Michael Frost the other day, and he said even we make him cringe sometime, and he said that's good when you can make a horror writer cringe. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. He said racist Pete pisses him the fuck off, though. <laughs> yeah, he said, me racist... too, me too. Racist no. Pete. And then... <laughs> Oh, that's some nasty shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what that mom said. <laughs> yeah. That was the direct quote. As soon quote. as the baby came out, you she really uh, read a news story. Good, Pete. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> We're done. <laughs>
Oh, you all right, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. I, I recovered from that. <laughs> is that all of it? The whole bottle yeah, is gone? Yeah, that's the entire all bottle. Right. We never have to... Why don't you call Mike and, and try to give him his job back? Why'd you fucking fire him like that? I didn't fire him, man. He's just... He's pulled oh, a no-call no-show. He, he, he told me I had enough of your shit. <laughs> Said you boss him around too much. Well, uh, you know, that's too bad because... He's pissing off a lot of people lately. Cameron Reedy and now executive Mike. <laughs> that's what happens is that power went to his head. That's I'm executive, what it was, man. Executive power. Fuck yeah, comes great executive yeah, responsibility. Exactly, and it corrupts... And you gotta lay it down, yeah, you fucking... And it corrupts executively. Yes. <laughs> Supreme executive power. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's good, Pete. What, uh... I told them not to fuck with me, but, you know, they just, <laughs> they keep on going. Yeah, they do. So you didn't care. <laughs> oh, I do have for first break, too, uh, the Silence of the Lambs musical. Silence. <laughs> Silence the musical. I got it last night. So what exactly was it? It was a parody on Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, and, uh, it... also, like, if you like, hear these songs, like... You'll never be able to watch it. The movie's still creepy and the movie's still fucking, but you'll never be able to watch it without laughing. Yeah. Like when you hear the lines from the song. Like it, they use lines from the movies in the songs and it's just, is it's it, funny. I don't know. Is I think it I think be Pete, funny? Or yes. Like, oh, yeah. The yeah, musical? It's yeah. It's like a parody. It's like a South Park oh. type. Um, I think Pete is on me with this where I don't think either one of us have seen Silence of the Lambs like oh, all the way through. I've, I've seen, seen bits and yeah, pieces, bit, but I've never like sat down and watched the movie. Like I saw the part where she's in the basement and he's hiding in the dark with the night goggles. Well, watch it. That's what you should do after this show or whatever next week. Like watch it one night and just you'll be cracking up through the fucking movie. I also have one more gift before the show and it's another thing. I don't know why you don't tell us this shit, Pete. I have to fucking see it on the TV to find it out. But what's up? So that's what I'm saying. You got this money coming in from that. You could definitely throw down some bucks for a weekend at, at Bowie's. And our evaluation for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got this game already, selling all over the. I saw it on Cartoon Network last night. I've already invested in in my black dad. And you have, you have <laughs> spread yourself wide. <laughs> And gaping for a lot of projects, for, for but I think head. there's one more you should pitch in on, and it's Weekend at Bowie's. So, uh, <laughs> what happened yeah. to that that crazy slammy guy? Are you still helping him out, or oh, he did he yeah, have a heart? He went to federal prison. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were meeting him at a rest stop, uh, fucking you know the turnpike. Well, I'm the guy. Restrooms. I'm the guy that does the dumpster diving, and I'm the front man for the commercials. So you know, yeah, he doesn't really want his real face to be shown. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nobody does. I don't want my face shown with you either. <laughs> I don't know why they fucking put this on TV or Ustream or whatever the fuck this is. But yeah, I'll I'll queue up some songs for after this. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, and then. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great one. All right, can I switch that around? All right, and then we will go to break with your new product. And I, I already ordered one. I ordered one from Amazon last night. <laughs> it looks that fucking cool. <laughs> it's a race. It's a chase. Hurry up and feed their face. Who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the Hungry Pit Bulls. Hungry, Hungry Pit Bulls by Slamo Toys. Yeah. Matt Bolas Podcast. All right, listen. The Matt Bolas Podcast. Brought to you by 
everything. Everything you love is anything you want. Anything you love is everything we got. So, backslash everything. On this edition of Man Boss Podcast, no. On this edition of Very Personal Podcast, the Matt Bolas Podcast. Mm, these are my babies. No, well, I did break two of y'all's shows. That's amazing. That is good shit. So where did you find it? You said you found it on Amazon? Cause originally I heard you it said on Open Anthony. Oh, uh, the originally, I, yeah, I heard it on Open Anthony. They talked about years ago. It's, it's old. It was an off-Broadway uh, musical. And uh, I had... On their website, silenceofmusical.com, which is still up, um, they used to have the CD. And the guys themselves, I think it's John and Al Kaplan, their brothers, they sent me the CD themselves. It was like, I don't know, 10 or $15 on PayPal. And on their site now, it takes you to some, like, uh, Broadway store. Right. The only thing they had was posters. And then I found it on Amazon for, like, 15 and one other site, too. But, uh, yeah. I overnighted it. Nice. Are they still uh, doing the show or no? No, it's been off for a long time, I think. Hmm. Ah, you should restart it. You, you should, should do a Weekend of Bowie's Musical, too. You should. That'd be amazing. It should be one of your side projects. Yeah. Too. Christian can I start. could write it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Weekend we at Bowie sounds amazing. The young American. You gotta put the young American it's a song race. in it. It's a chase. This Hurry up and feed the their face. Who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the hungry pit bulls. <laughs> hungry, hungry hit bull. <laughs> Pitbulls? What the fuck? Pitbulls? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That was That's a great <laughs> I forgot what he said. <laughs> I love it. Hungry, hungry hip hippos. What the fuck? <laughs> That's amazing. That was great. I love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be available pretty soon. So yeah, make for sure download. It should be. Uh, you should make a video game out of it too. Yep. That should be the opening scene. <laughs> car crash and then like five pit bulls out of the back of a truck <laughs> or one of the cars yeah the latch gets open and then like little toddlers in the street too because they fly out of a windshield <laughs> and, and they, just, be... they yeah. just go after the toddlers. and you play as the pit bulls that's going to be more controversial than grand theft auto it's already right, on the itunes be. store i heard <laughs> by slam o toys <laughs> Pitbull trying to eat toddlers. Hungry, hungry pitbulls. <laughs> Instead of marbles, it's little toddler. Yeah, it's like fucking toddler fingers and like little little fat toddler. You, you know, uh, board games is a it's a big deal on Kickstarter. We probably could oh, get that Kickstarter. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, hungry. you just have to draw some concept art for it, and yeah. uh, you'll be like, I just want somebody to make this. You know, have them donate money. And... Fuck yeah. Would they still yeah. have the same like? Well, you make it as long as you get the money and enough people pay you to do it. You don't even have anything. to make the game. You just got the money. Yeah, yeah that's all you need. Just get the money and run. And then Pretty much. Weekend at Bowie's comes out <laughs> on fucking Lifetime or some shit like that. This is what you guys really paid for. Yeah. Look what I do now, you motherfuckers. I don't know. You should make at least one of the games so we can play it on the show. Yeah. And enjoy it. That's fucking family night. <laughs> Did I? It'll be a staple. Did you order your uh, last George Washington book? You know, I need to order one of those. From Scholastic. Scholastic actually had it. Mm -hmm. They're stopping distribution of a picture book called The Birthday Cake for George Washington. Because. Why? 
Well, basically, I guess it's... you got to guess, yeah. You know, something to do with the cook not being a free man. And, uh, you know... I read it. We, we both kind of read the Why article, are you cheating? So. You didn't even know about Kanye, but all of a sudden you know <laughs> everything about a slavery book. <laughs> because when I'm going through, like, the stories, those are the ones he picks out. <laughs> Fuck. Red Bank, you lost a shining star. Prepping with him is the best too, because like I'll be, I'll, I'll be on a news site reading like a news article. A news site. New to news. News. I'll be on a news site. Um, and I'm like reading an article. I'm really into it, and then like out of nowhere, he'll just scream something like, "Guy surgically removes a monkey and replaces it with another monkey's head." And I'm like, "What? Where?" And I don't even see like where he's seeing this, and it's like off in a corner somewhere. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> they they fucking pulled the book. Because George Washington's slaves were depicted as happy in it. Like, what's the problem with that? Like, everybody had slaves back then. Yeah. Like, nope. what's the problem that he treated slaves good and they were happy in a book? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand the fucking problem. There was, like, two when uh, I, I didn't know it was, uh, I thought it was every state. Michael Frost told me it was only certain states. With the Huck Finn, when they took a nigger out of nigger gym. But, yeah. like, first of all, uh, who wrote that? Uh, oh, yeah, that was uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah. He was a satirist. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't. He, nowhere, you know, did he, did he make light of any? any he you wasn't know. even like racist. I don't think. No, it was just Twain, a, no. No. And so, like, what? You're taking like all the context out of it, yeah. and then they just change it to slave gym. Like, how's that any better? Like, yeah, or Negro gym or something they? like that. Yeah. yeah, some some versions of it. I still have a copy that says nigger gym. Oh, yeah, you do. I know you do. <laughs> it's in the back. Jerk off to it furiously <laughs> every night. I rub it on my screw. <laughs> That's like that uh, that horrible dictionary, <laughs> the racist dictionary from the fifties. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's but uh, yeah, no, it, that's how like, it was originally printed. Why are you gonna like alter that shit? Like, yeah. why are you gonna fucking? Is it, it's how it was printed. Like, don't try to cover up history. We need that's to another know. Thing. Why? Like, yeah, why forget? Like, what did yep. they? It was a terrible thing. But everybody did it. Europe had slaves too. Yep. They, you know, the warlords over there were selling the, you know, the, the losing tribes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, people to the Europeans and the Americans. That's they, just how the country they, was founded. They, it couldn't have happened without it. They but let's... found, they found well, in ancient Rome, they got this black guy that had white slaves. He had like a whole bunch of white slaves around him. Like, so it's, it's like I brought it's nothing up, to do with race. And the Jews were the slaves. I mean, what well, we also fucking, uh, kind of enslaved, uh, what was it? The Irish and the Chinese. Yeah, the Irish like, were slaves too. They were brought over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they brought over Irish women. His breeding stuff. George Washington could have had a couple fucking mix in there. And gooks, yeah. too. We don't know. We don't fucking know. Nah. He also chopped down a cherry tree and didn't fucking lie about it. <laughs> Try, trying to make these historical figures look like the people that they want to mold. Like, they want, you know, to mold citizens into this thing that doesn't exist. It's just ridiculous. Like, how you many have to uh, understand American Indians were murdered for us yeah, to be here, too? Exactly. But we still like, have Thanksgiving every year. Yep. Where yeah. Sacagaweenus had a fucking turkey with some fucking pilgrim named Bob or some shit. Who gives a fuck? It's like I was bringing up... We just up... celebrate stealing our fucking country from... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you Genocide. Need to, you We're... need to know the truth. <laughs> Sit down for your fa with your family. Eat a fucking turkey in your fat the face. The best part... And, and give thanks for the country we murdered to have. The best part is, like, we couldn't even, like... 
establish a foot like they say Vikings came here first and they were like white people but they couldn't establish But didn't a... they just visit and leave? No, or did, or did they... no, they couldn't establish a foothold because there was oh. more Indians at that point. When the English came over there was less Indians cuz the Vikings wiped half of them no, out. No, oh, no, I was thinking no, cuz the there was some type of there was, there was some was kind of like disease retard virus. Uh, it was a, yeah. okay. That's it. Nice. And yeah. and the Europeans cured it. So what the yeah. fuck are you complaining about <laughs> you American Indians? You have fucking tax free money and you own casinos so get off our backs, all right? No, they definitely have every right to hate us. They fucking <laughs> traded, what was it, Brooklyn or Manhattan yeah. for a bead? Yeah, they... But that's you... not our fault. That's just our slick fucking ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a shiny bead. We just polished it. How about that fucking whole township over there? And they were like, yeah, this is good. This is from the gods. The gods, eh? <laughs> but it always brings me back to like the uh like Genghis Khan who you know founded Mongolia. Oh, I love those little Mongolian horses yeah. with the short. Fucking legs. I watched, I watched um, the movie about him. They completely like cut out the the rape scenes. Dude, and... his whole like <laughs> that's all that fucking dude did is raped so much, so much rape. But even like the Mongols, like they cut that out of their history books. Like you they should remake that movie. A hero, you Christian, should, and you should play uh, Mongolian. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll and Hollywood Christian could play yeah. all the all the villagers you rape and pillage. I thought you were gonna play yeah, like a fat village Mongolian woman in a grass skirt that you rape. <laughs> and this is the history of no, Mongolia. <laughs> But yeah, again, you need to know these were evil men. Okay, sure, they did great things, I guess, but it was an evil fucking dude. <laughs> like, Everybody was. It was just an yeah. evil fucking time period. Everyone was evil yeah. back then in the Middle Ages. <laughs> dude, people used to go watch executions just because it was fun. Like, hey, just guys. Just something to do. Yeah, yeah. they didn't uh -huh. have Twitter. Yeah, hey, basically. guys, we're a bunch of regular dudes. We're going to watch this guy get hung because it's fun. Oh, well, people still do yeah, that. All this, like, all this shit on uh, on the internet. People will go on websites and just watch deaths and stuff Bill like Cosby's that. Bill Cosby's still fucking raping kids. And who yeah. else is R. Kelly standing up for him and shit? Yeah. It's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, the R. Kelly just, thing They need uh, more shit to do. They need to be like your buddy. Who's that? Jamie Foxx. Who's just Jamie saving Fox. Yeah. Saving motherfuckers. Well, the R, R. Kelly just said that it was strange that these women are coming out. These 90-year-old women are coming out saying grown something that happened when they were 17. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Slim Show. Yo, it's Alan. What's up, What's Alan? going on, no. Alan? Hey, uh, I wanted to say on the whole topic of Mongolians and all that shit, if they were to make a true-to-life movie about Genghis Khan, it would just be a porno and be like, this is not Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, it would just, <laughs> just be a rape porn. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be one really long the rape The Lamborghini porn. presents Mongolia. You could just get a... <laughs> it would be a 10-part browser series. <laughs> just get a bunch of Japanese porn stars to play the victims. You're going to have them with the fucking ponytail on top of their heads and shit. <laughs> Imagine the confusion with the casting there. A bunch of retard shot. They're like, no, not Mongoloid. <laughs> He's like, all right, this will work. I, I can make do with this. All right. Uh, <laughs> we, we can shift this somehow. To Hollywood Christian. <laughs> Get over what, uh, here. <laughs> do you like our weekend at uh, Bowie's idea, Alan? <laughs> that was fucking solid, dude. <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> it was right up there with the ethnic needs piece, to be honest. <laughs> needs. I was hoping. I was hoping. Because, like, I only had, like, two things for it. And then I think on the ride here, I came up with the rest of it. I was just scribbling in the fucking car and driving yeah, and riding. Do it. Just sort of make it up as you go along. <laughs> yeah. and hope it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Every guest tonight is going to be pitched with it. 
whether they're going to be in it or write for it, whatever. Everyone's hearing about this. It's a big idea. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to let you guys go. I'm getting ready to record my show. So. All right, brother. Have a good one. Have a good one. Man. All right. You guys have a good one, too. Later, right, bro. It's all awesome. is it? Um, R. Kelly was saying that, like, he thinks it's strange that mm. these 90-year-old women are coming out and talking about something that happened when they're 17. I thought they were, like, only in their 40s or something now. Being their 50s, I, I think, maybe, yeah, 50s, I, I think maybe. he's over-exaggerating it. But then he said the reason why is, like, it's happened to me and it wasn't true. Yeah, but there was a video of him pissing on, like, a toddler, But a 15-year-old or something. I, I don't know. I think the accusation was that he was in a relationship with a 15-year-old, and he's saying that that wasn't true. But then, like, the, the dude that was interviewing him asks him about the uh, the sketch that Chappelle did, the, yeah. the piss on you sketch. <laughs> and his response was that, I've never seen that sketch, and I have no clue who Chappelle is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you've seen the, uh, the Boondocks episode that's all about that, too. Where it's like the whole court scene. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw I've that one. Right. You never uh, saw that? I actually did see that, that yeah. That first season, I, I never watched after that but I saw, the first season was amazing i saw the one where um martin luther king was, wasn't actually dead he came back he came but back. he was just fucking upset he yeah. was pissed off and how yeah they were doing how they were acting and uh there was also um oh thought delicious the christmas episode was yeah, good too yeah. there was really good i think i have it on dvd somewhere i gotta watch that that show it's, it's I a think great it's on show Netflix. yeah um that's that fucking netflix that's a fucking that's the next big thing. That's where you got to get your movies on, too. Dude. Yeah. You got to get and your commercials. Weekend at Bowie. They're starting oh, to do that yeah. where they do, like, the Netflix originals. You can push something to yeah. Netflix and they'll pick it up. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, why aren't you writing it up now, dude? Yeah, you can get that on Netflix. <laughs> My oh, Black yeah. Dad. Do it as a whole TV series, a Weekend at Bowie's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be like a 12-episode miniseries. That's got to be a made-for-Netflix movie. That's yeah. what it's got to be. Fuck Yeah. I think like it's a, more of a documentary, though. It's got to be a two-hour A rockumentary. It's more of a rockumentary. Or a mockumentary. Yeah, mo <laughs> Kanye That's West. what the kids call it nowadays. Uh, yeah, fuckers, go to our fucking, uh, yeah, our GoFundMe. GoFundMe slash Robin Slim. Throw us a few bucks or something like that. We're trying to get, uh, we're trying to get Weekend of Bowie's made. Hungry, Hungry Pitbulls and a couple other things going That's through the show. That's soon to be out. So, yeah, again. Uh, we would like to get some merch out to you guys. Yeah, you know, no, stickers, we would like to make t-shirts, stickers, and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of shit like that. And uh, Pete's got a very expensive habit we don't want to talk about on the show right now. We're going right. to have that on another show, an intervention, or a slim intervention, as he calls it. Yeah, that is what I call it. And, uh, <laughs> yes, again, that is GoFundMe.com slash Robin Slim. Throw us whatever, dudes. Yeah, plus, you know, like I've said it before, I'll uh, say it again, repeating bag of shit. Just the shit that costs money every month. Like, costs us money to bring nope. you this goodness. Like, uh, what's it? I'm still in debt for this Fuck, equipment, yeah. guys. So <laughs> that's, that's how they're going to keep them. But uh, what is that? Yes, go. Go right now. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Robin Slim and uh, throw us. Come on, you. Cough off a bucket, cheap bastard. Do it. Do it! Don't. We could keep bringing you great bits like this. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> this is Crazy Slammy's Christmas blowout in Stracking Dance <laughs> Slam Time Blitz! Yeah, That's yeah. what something's like. I got, yeah. I got hit I got in the mouth of a Christmas, Christmas tree. Ribbons. 
The fact that the audio is shifting makes it that much more amazing. Because he's dodging and shit. Yeah, all the shit we're throwing at him. It's going to be cheap for you boys this year. We got personal computers. Video game consoles. Camcorders. Camcorders. That's my favorite. I just hit my car. I'm so... Prices like this. He just hit my car. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Midgets, I will not be undersold. Uh, you hear me? If there's someone who has lower prices than me, I will literally punch a crippled midget. Yeah! I love crazy Crazy slammies. slammies. Slam time each strike against a sale. Extract again. <laughs> That's what I was saying, thinking too, like when I first heard it in the beginning. I strike again. Uh, I, I couldn't say it with uh, shit like that. <laughs> I got hit in the mouth the first time with like a Christmas tree. <laughs> like the second time. <laughs> oh, that was great though. Oh, you do good work. You do your best work slamming down electronics when, from the 80s. When, 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 with little plastic pointy-ass Christmas shit thrown at you. Yeah, there was candy canes and shit. There's a lot of good shit. Oh, I know. And then the I... cat started, like, chasing his tail at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot I was going to tweet to a couple of celebrities. Try to get them on the show. I got to say, some of those... Um, those uh, 80s electronics were pretty durable. You know? They are, they yeah. They don't build the them like they used to, right? Like, if you were to bash this, this would just oh, yeah, fracture it. Yeah, but a Commodore 64 didn't have a screen on it. <laughs> it's a big brick of shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Huge fucking calculator. Holy Christ. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and, yeah, they're so durable because the screen's like... <laughs> and weighs a thousand pounds. It's like it's not like that. That TV. Let's let's try that TV. You try it on that. Oh, you could stab. Right yeah, where's that sword? That sword's over there. Let's just take that katana and uh, yeah. we'll slash the TV. That dull fucking katana. Yeah, it's. What well, you got that from? Like I. I thought you, somebody owed you money. <laughs> and that's how they paid you back. No, no, you no, bought no. it a while ago, and then just like gave it to me, or did I buy it off? Of no, you, you bought it off me. You bought it off me. I'm a fucking moron. Is it was like at least twice what you paid for it? <laughs> nah, I just, oh. it was like twelve bucks. Oh. I got it for fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you should have tried to do like 25 or 30 <laughs> undersell yourself exactly. <laughs> I'd sell it for 50 or 75 well I just wanted to get that Wawa hoagie so. yeah and some chips and a soda do you have a, a remember the 90s for this week um I'm trying to think I might have to just think one up for next week to tell you the truth for next break yeah because we got like 50 minutes <laughs> until the first interview <laughs> <laughs> think about one. Go! Remember the 90s. Give me a phone number. All I right. thought I had thought of something, but I can't remember right now. Well, the yeah. one... The one I... Uh, the first one we did was still the best. Like, that yeah. went perfectly. Yeah. That's it. It's just the luck. And it's never going to happen again, I think. <laughs> Everyone else is like, no, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm yeah. too good for this shit. And then the one guy wanted the fire... A, a tainted hot dog at us with a potato. That one. guy was all right. Yeah, yeah finally, yeah, these noble corporate cunts with the fucking muckety mucks would talk to us. Yeah, they won't talk to you. Those fucking jerk offs. Yeah, they should though. Let's. You want to call them again? Well, what time is it now? It is six twenty in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thinking like an hour, we could probably 
prank call my sister <laughs> when she gets. Yeah, well, we're gonna we be don't well have an hour. We're gonna be in interviews. interviews. Yeah. We'll be finishing our first interview almost with Ashton Womack. My uh, comedian. phone just broke live on the air, guys. Oh, crazy slammies! <laughs> Damn it, crazy slammy! We also got tonight Jonathan Craig, uh, Dave Yates. We have the hilarious Lucas Corvada. I can't wait for that interview. We have an author named Peter Grant and another comedian named Jacob Cantu. And that's what we got going on. And then Kanye West will be performing live with at Bowie. the end of the show. He'll be doing a Bowie song. Oh, it's oh, amazing. Oh, so with Bowie? With Bowie. I like that. Who's playing Kanye? Oh, yeah, he's playing himself. Oh, yeah. Kanye's always playing himself. He's always going to be. <laughs> he's always playing no, himself? Nobody, nobody can play Kanye because he's so amazing. <laughs> I he saw can. He's oh, a lyrical Oh, my God. Genius. It was, I don't know if it was like two, three weeks ago. I guess he thought he was funny and he was going to trick everybody. But they had to know. They had to be in on it. He auditioned for American Idol. Oh, so douchey. It was one of the trending stories on, like, Facebook and shit. And, yeah, he, all he did was, like, rap uh, Gold Digger. Yeah, he's definitely a gay fish. And you know they knew. They were like, oh, you're so good. So gay. He was so douchey. <laughs> I guess it's one of their big, their big bits for their last season. Ugh. Why is that show still around? Yeah, that, that's a pretty crappy show. Uh He's he's definitely like it's definitely like that South Park episode where he's a queer fish. <laughs> oh, about, that was with the fish sticks, right? Yeah, fish yeah sticks. oh yeah, yeah, that was great. What about Gay Aiken from American Idol? Oh, like that guy. My assholes claim my assholes Aiken. Yeah. Oh my god, didn't he adopt like fucking three kids or some shit? Yeah, we, he did. We um, know we know somebody. You actually know them too. We have a mutual uh, acquaintance who named one of their children after him. So. Who? You remember uh, Angel's sister? Oh, no. She's, she named... Down syndrome. <laughs> Pomalis. Clay. She is a Riri. She got that fucking disease. Does the baby have the disease, too? Or no. Does no. that pass down? Because no. like, I heard, like, midgets could, could have the chance of having a normal person. Like, yeah. They could have a real person. Well, see, the virus, it makes the mother... But what about retards? Like, can they have a regular person? <laughs> the... The virus makes the mother sick, and then it just fucks up the developing child in the womb. And then you I heard a, it was called the, Do the Doc Martin virus. You get a, <laughs> you get a zippy zappy. <laughs> it's the zippy zappy. You get a I, gotta, I gotta bring back zippy zappy. Yeah, what are you waiting one. for? Zika zappy. I don't know. <laughs> what a, who is the next Ron Cheese? You'll have to find out. Next week. Next oh, week. yeah. And then there's one I booked for, uh, was it February or February, I think. So you know, Ron, truck safety. Ron told me he's not too happy about this one because he's just, he, Ron's a religious man, you know. He's, yeah, we I do know he that. he's going to yeah. get down and dirty with it, yeah. yeah. Like, I heard he was not pulling any we know, We know that he's researched demons. Yeah. Yes, thousands. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and they piss him off. And or they scare know, the shit out of him. He <laughs> almost was know. ordained a minister. I forgot that too. You're running for president too. How do you find the time for all this good shit, Pete? Well, you know, it's uh, you, you just got to divide your work. You know, yeah. I, I go to strip That's... clubs. What? <laughs> That's how you, uh, in between jobs? In, oh, in between okay. jobs. You know, it makes everything. You come up with the next. Uh, yeah. You're just a busy man. You're always working on something. Mongolian always. pornos. <laughs> Mongolian, Mongolian porno is under uh, development. <laughs> the real history of Genghis Khan. It's just going to be like... Genghis, G-A-Y-N-G-U-S. It's going to be a lot of guys. A lot of guys. <laughs> or as they call him, Temujin. Do they? He's going to Temujin. Temujin was his real name. What's that looking for? He's going to Temujin all over. Temujin Everything. all over. All over your back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. 
I don't know where it went. So what we got for Remember the 90s after break? Um, trying to think of one. Trying to think of a traumatic experience. You From know, the, the 90s? Yeah, because the 90s wasn't too bad. That was it. There's got to be like a teacher, like an old teacher you can contact. Oh, that All computer right. teacher. You well, know, we can't do the same ones. I don't even remember her name. Miss <laughs> like, Cuntington? Something Cunt like that. Yeah, Miss Cuntington. Miss Cuntington. Miss Cuntington? We could go high with Christian Vogel. Yeah, we could. That movie... But did he do anything in the 90s? I don't know. He wasn't making uh, movies back he then. He did a lot least. in the 90s. He did a lot, but nothing like that was recorded and shit. <laughs> he used to be like a martial artist, I think. What? He was in... <laughs> He was in like a good shape and everything he back in the day. Nah, yeah, he always he always said he used to be skinny. He was my karate teacher back in the nineties. <laughs> my karate he, kid, uh, like yeah. He was your Mr. Monogi. He was the Mr. Monogi. <laughs> Mr. Bukaki. And he touched me in funny places. <laughs> and I haven't been the same since. <laughs> Who else touched you in many places from the nineties? I was basically just. Hollywood. Oh, I was hoping, like, a family member we could call for Remember the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that Did anybody be... ever, like, you get in trouble for something that you didn't do? You know what? No, but I got my sister in Oh, this was awesome. I got her in trouble one time. We'll talk about that after break. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, I forgot about that. Shit. If you did anything fucked up as a kid. Oh. Well, yeah, Dude. I did all my... I did, like, my... Even though, mine. like, before you remember. Too, yeah. <laughs> So oh, I got a that. few, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got one. I got one. This was when I was, like, first learning to walk. I had meant to fucking write that this down, one. too, and I don't even think I did. My, my piss story, I told it. last week, right? Yeah, the pissing on everything. Yeah! Like, on the cat. <laughs> yeah. I tried to abort my sister, Erin. Nice! Before she was even born. A lot of fucking coat hangers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that was another story we could do after the break, too. So, yes, we awesome. will be back, and uh, I'm going to play you some good shit. Hey, guys. This is Bigfoot. And when I'm not raping deer and eating the Jersey Devil, I like to kick back with a glass of tonic water and a bag of pretzels from the Hangover Pretzel Company in Freehold, New Jersey. Try all their flavors. Sweet Heat, Brown Sugar Shittaman, Kabashi, and the original Zesty Lemon Pepper. They're an orgasm for your taste buds. You could find the Hangover Pretzel Company on Facebook, Twitter, and at thehangoverpretzelcompany.com. Or if you're like me and don't have a computer, go to your nearest payphone and give them a call at 908-839-5678. Tell the Bigfoot sent you. These pretzels are making me thirsty. What's going on? What's happening? What did you do? You fired Mikey. Is this why the show is, uh, is suffering? So, uh, yeah. no, I didn't fire Mike, man. He just, he, he just quit. That's he right. We did go through that. Him, I said, what? Well, I said he's going to conjure up some spirit, some Shinigami to kill us. I, I think he did. He, he just, he has this little. I thought point. he was, said, you're next and pointed to all of us. Yeah. Well, he has me on the and top. And then walked out the door. He's got you on the top? He got me on the top of the oh, list. Sweet. Your kiss is on my list. Yeah, apparently. Hollow notes. <laughs> Fucking okay, nah. <laughs> The fucking porn mustache. <laughs> Hall and Oates is great. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Would you sing a Hall and Oates song? 
later tonight. I could do uh, a whoa, right here she comes. Oh, <laughs> watch, watch out, out boy. boy. She'll chew you up. Fuck yeah, that was <laughs> a great <Nice>. song. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so what did you do fucked up as a kid, Slambo? So anyway, the the year. This could even be as a baby, something you don't remember. But we're going, well, we're I, going year here. Oh, this is like, I, this was like 89, I guess, the year was. The year of and our my Lord mother, and Savior. Yes, the year of our Lord, 1989 <laughs> AD. And my mother was pregnant with my sister, Aaron at the time. And uh, she's sitting on the couch, and I'm just sitting there, and I decide, the idea comes into my head, you know what, i got to stop this bitch from being born. <laughs> so I got up. And How I old just, are you? I was a year old. And you said bitch in your head? <laughs> I, said, I like that. Head. You were fucked up. So I ran towards my mother and just like head bashed right into her pregnant That's stomach. That's what mine is about a head I think bash. I bit. And I think oh, I literally bit stomach. into her. And I was wow. like, abortion. Yelling abortion. <laughs> no, you were really yelling abortion? No, no. You just see him like, he's in the air swinging back and forth attached to his mom's stomach <laughs> with his teeth on her stomach. He's still at Abor- her with the cord and abortion. still in there. Abortion. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't work. Abortion. Because, uh, she, she was born and uh, oh. we kept on trying. These stories are dark, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just like my made, dark moves, You sir. just said you kept on Check trying. Check it out, Dark moon, Kept on trying to get comic. rid of her. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, so it's not a Nirvana shirt or a what's the other one? People are Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. <laughs> Something. Different. I was thinking too. Jim Jeffries. Uh, he was, I used to see comments on his show. You wear the same thing every time. What does it matter? Like, Jim Jeffries. Because he's usually wear I think jeans, a black shirt, and like a jacket. Like who gives a fuck? Yeah, man. Like not all of us have money for fancy clothes you know <laughs> some of us wear rags <laughs> so what what was your story slim i actually i i think i told like all of them already I, i've already told oh, the one i thought you had more you said no i don't think so because I, I, I tried to go through them and last week i told the ones where me and my cousin pissed on everything we pissed on the couch the cat my sisters um when we were also younger we used to pee into like uh like we would pour a glass of like coca-cola and then pee into it and try to convince our sisters to drink it um, nice that's a great i one. i uh i bit my sister's nipple oh. almost off one time because she kept calling me what she would do is she would grab my cheeks like both my cheeks and she would go like this and go you're my little chinese boy like over and over again then i got fucking pissed <laughs> off one day because she kept doing it and i bit her fucking nipple off you should work that into his fucking mongolian movie <laughs> that yeah, should be that could be a scene a mongolian movie little mongolian um, boy the little be. time i think i shit in a bucket and nice. like came out of the bathroom and handed it to my uncle i was like two <laughs> years old what I, I was like uncle timmy look what i did and yeah <laughs> and, um, oh i got one about uh, another one about me and ryan Right. All right. Nice. All right. Oh, okay. Let's so, call. Him. <laughs> yeah. So my my grandmother was a little bit incontinent. Nice. All right. Like, I think you gotta wait a second. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, there's a. Yeah. Oh no, it's not a. It's oh, not, it is. It's nothing pornographic. It's sexy. Your so grandmother anyway, was pissing they, herself. She'd get up and leave, and the chair and the chair would be empty. So me and him would be wrestling in the living room, oh, and then we yeah. would try to smush each other's face into, into the, the carpet, chair. right? No, no, into the cushion where my grandmother was sitting. Oh yeah. She had, you know, had an accident, and we would just try to like just smash each other's face into it. Nice. And your dicks into each other's asshole. Not that far, but you know it was still. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was still it's pretty. It's not gay sexy. if it's if it's just wrestling there, there around. There was definitely KY jelly involved. It's not gay if your grandmother shit on the couch. There, there, there was KY jelly involved. It was. 
Oh, oh yeah, well, once I convinced my sister that our toys could talk. And then she killed the uh, this little tiger we had, and we had to bring it back to life. So we were like trying to pour water on it to bring it back to life. Monster I know, rain. like that. Nice. I, I used to I used to take her Barbie dolls and just throw them in the lagoon, as they think in that lagoon there's probably a whole uh, a group of, of just like <laughs> a whole group of Barbie dolls on the bottom of the lagoon. Nice. <laughs> that just broke my dad's nose. Did you really? I was, he was oh. like holding me. I threw my head back. And, like, fucking broke his nose. I got straddled oh. in the bushes by the next-door neighbor girl one time, and my mom came out and started just screaming and broke us apart. What was his name? <laughs> no, it was a girl. Oh. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> uh, I once hit my sister in the face with a golf club. Nice. Not on purpose. I was, like, spinning around in a circle, and she got too close, and it fucking hit her in the face. It's not my fault. Step away from the helicopter, bitch. <laughs> Why'd you have golf clubs? Uh, we used to go, we lived on the island, so we would go miniature golfing all the time, and um, I was really into it, so I think my father bought me my own personal golf club. When did you get stuck point. in this shit all? Uh, when my, my mom fell in love with a dude that lived here when I was like three, so we, we moved. Yeah, she, she fell in love with Frankie Two yeah, Steaks. Frankie Two. That's what I miss. I miss Jimmy Snow. We had him on once. He was a great <laughs> guest. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that guy back sometime. Uh, he would give me some dumb excuse that he was like sick or something. Uh, the cops are uh, who, who is this? I don't right know. Uh, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Jimmy Snow. Don't call here <laughs> again. <laughs> Brian Collar, Brian Collar. James Snow, you're a real bag of shit. A real American piece of shit, Jimmy Snow. If you ever hear this show. He's a patriot, man. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about stories, we should bring up, um, you mentioned how I got my Pokemon card stolen. Yes. That one time, so. By a retard. <laughs> <laughs> so what had actually happened is it. He's a mongrel. I guess I was when when were when was Pokemon popular when we were all collecting from from like we were like maybe we would have been six or seven fifth, fifth grade so like seven yeah. seven so we like no seven, no more no. like a let ten ten maybe. ten or eleven ten, yeah. ten or eleven got really into uh, collecting Pokemon cards and I had some fucking good ones I had some of the best some of the sexiest Pokemon yeah, cards yeah I bought some ever. of those off yeah. the, a lot of those real oh. shiny ones and Charizard. um they were pretty Charizard. Sticky. And I had like three or four binders choke. of them, and uh, some of the kids at school knew. And this kid uh, was talking to this kid, Bobby, who my stepfather used to play like football with. And I found out he collected Pokemon cards, and he was looking at my collection. And then one day I like broke my arm, so I had a cask. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> this story's good. He, he comes over, he, uh, he knocks at the door, I open the door, it's him and like five other guys. And they're like, We want to look at your Pokemon collection. Oh, yeah. So I bring out all my binders, and I hand. <laughs> Each one a binder. Five guys. Five guys a binder. A I hand I hand like each one a binder, and uh, the one kid's like kind of in front of me. Crouch on sort the of, corner like yeah. fucking Gollum. Well, he's he, yeah, he's in front of me, kind of like talking to me about Pokemon or, or what oh, are in the one. While the other guys, which I didn't realize at the time, were stealing cards Ooh. from me, and they did this like two other time, uh, one other time. And then finally, on the third time, somebody who I went to school with, who was friends with them, was like, you know they've been stealing your cards. And then I went through my binder and realized, holy shit, all my cards are missing. Wow. So I had, I had told my stepfather, and he chased them down one day with his truck. <laughs> and was like, you got to give them back. And the one, this one fucking fat fuck, gives me, uh, he stole a holographic uh, Venusaur from me. What was that fucking thing that the little Bulbasaur <laughs> Venusaur? Venusaur? Ball, like a ho holographic Venusaur from me. 
penis. He stole mine because mine was in good condition. His was in bad condition. So the one he gave me back was the one that was all fucked up and scratched up. And, like, the thing was, too, they made me pick out the cards that were mine. So I probably could have took, like, extra ones. But I had to sit there and go through their binders and try to remember which cards uh, belonged to me. But, yeah, that was my... uh, my Pokemon cards stolen story. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon cards. That's good. That um, that took up a good twenty minutes. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like six forty two. What uh? That was that sweet fucking. That sweet Pasadena student. Oh, there's also the bitch who tried fucking starting to go fund me, because she spent all her money on uh, fucking what's that Powerball tickets? Oh, go fund me. Ended up taking it down though. That fucking cunt. That's amazing. She didn't win, so she starts again. That was probably her plan from the beginning. She was like, I'm just going to buy all these, and if I don't win. <laughs> but it win... had, like, a couple thousand in it. I think it had, uh, or maybe just over a thousand when they shut it down. What a that sh- one is right in the message, I think. Oh, yeah, that is Mike's story. That <laughs> shit, shit looked crazy, too. Oh, there's oh, a video is... and everything. Custodian finds a fetus what? in the girl's bathroom. Oh. Some things cannot wait for the prom. We make this whip. Oh, I thought it was the Silence of Musical again. It sounded like fucking Hannibal for a minute. And I'm taking a stroll. Yes, he's taking a stroll. It's a prom night. Don't disturb me, bear. Right now, we're following a developing story out of the city of South Houston, where a fetus was found at a high school. <laughs> Officials have now identified that. the girl who was pregnant with that child, and she's now being treated. Our Lauren Tostenson joins us now live with late details. Lauren? Out a, fetus a lot of bathroom. details still aren't clear in this case, like how far along the teen was when she gave birth, whether or not the baby was stillborn when she did. Oh, oh, fetus, One thing I we do know was. is that her parents say they believe the father of the baby is a 23-year-old man. Oh, hey, hey. It was late last night here at South Houston High when a custodian oh, found man. a fetus in one of the girls' bathrooms. Immediately, the police were contacted. The when they arrived, they determined the baby was not alive. No the school was able to use surveillance video to determine the mother of the baby. They contacted her and her family and made sure she got immediate medical attention. I heard they She's said now that. at home, recovering with her parents, who say their 16-year-old daughter had no idea she was pregnant. She had no idea. Bullshit. The teen's mother told us the whole family is sad, especially about losing the baby. But they're even more disturbed because she got the pregnant from a doorknob. The father is a 23-year-old man. The father, the man her father, and the father of the baby. And when they disappeared no. for two days in August, ah, the family on. pressed for sexual assault charges, but the man was never arrested. They're hoping this most recent situation with the pregnancy will bring more attention to the case. But in the meantime, they're Tending to their teenage daughter, who is confused, scared, and devastated about everything she's been through in the last 24 hours. The medical examiner's office conducted an autopsy on the fetus this afternoon. They have not released the findings of that autopsy, but when they do, those details will likely play a big role in the case. <laughs> I don't think I heard any of this story. <laughs> I did. I'll replay it. Oh, you replay it. <laughs> I'm just a prom night dumpster baby. Oh, Seth MacFarlane, you I are. 
Quite the wordsmith. From that dumpster, baby. The story isn't long, but boy, it's awfully sad. Oh my God! Came from a hole. And though we came from a hole, I'm singing right from the soul. My fanny needs a blanket and somebody to spank it. I miss my mom, but she's at the prom. Then we got a little older. We got a three-year-old French toddler choked to death on a hidden toy inside. Oh, uh, what's the name of it, Pete? What's the name of that treat? <laughs> it's the Kinder Surprise. Kinder Surprise. <laughs> I guess it's a chocolate egg over there with like a toy inside. I actually, I, it's kind of like now. a Wonder Ball. They don't sell it in the states. I remember seeing an article on that not too long ago. Surprise, your three-year-old three is dead. That's why, because the Kinder Surprise is a dead three-year-old. <laughs> oh, fuck. In Toulouse-Sillies, France. Toulouse. Toulouse-Sillies, a three-year-old French toddler has died after choking on a hidden toy inside a Kinder Surprise chocolate egg. A prosecutor said today, January 20th, the girl's mother told police she was with her daughter when the child swallowed a small plastic toy. That, uh, what? That it broke? was a small, small plastic wheel that broke off from a toy oh, hidden in inside the, the egg. Wow, so. Oh, it's made, Italian. A much-loved product made by Oh, yeah, by company. Ferraro. They make those awesome fucking Ferraro Rochers. Yeah. I thought when, I, when I was first reading that, I thought it just said that the toy was a wheel. I was going to be like, what a shitty surprise. I, I, Pete, you got to eat, like, you got to eat those next week till you choke on a toy. We'll see. <laughs> Can you even wow. get those over here? Kinder surprise. No, I think we just no. said that you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Because I remember there was that thing, the Wonder Ball. Uh, you can't even get what, that thing what was, anymore. What was the song for that? Wonder, Wonder, Something Wonder Ball. Something about a Wonder Ball. What's in a Wonder Ball? <laughs> no, that wasn't it. <laughs> I heard that was uh, Kinder Surprise's theme song. What's in a Wonder Ball? That's what it was. There's what's an embryo in, in my Wonder Ball. There's an embryo in my Wonder Ball. Wonder Ball. <laughs> it's still alive, I think. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> so I um uh, I decided recently I wanted to, to you know start building some skills. I'll I really, write a will. I will do that too. Right. That probably one on my list of things to do. Because I, I don't really feel like I have many skills. I mean I can do basic cooking, buttons. I can push buttons. I can talk into a microphone, and uh, with a wrapper on. I have microwave things with tinfoil on there, but I was like, you know, I think it would be interesting if I start kind of researching the type of things that I should know and try to learn that those things. So I found this list Painting. of uh, uh, 100 <laughs> skills every man should know. That's a BL never did it. You couldn't even change, I think, uh, a tire, or was it put air in a tire? So that's one of them. Number one is tie a necktie. I have no clue how to tie a necktie. I always Pete, kept do you the, know uh, how to tie a necktie? Not really. I can't do it like haphazardly, I guess. I just kept the page out of the Boy Scout book. For oh, that, really? As I got oh, older, yeah. as I ever needed to. I just, there was like a little page with, you know, directions. I know how to directions too. I also feel like that's a skill I'm never really gonna need because I no. don't think I'm ever gonna wear a tie. I'll just get like one of the clip-ons. I'll be good. That's it. Yeah, um, that's what I do. Number two was build a campfire. I know how to I've build a campfire. I, I've done it before, but I don't really know like how to build the perfect campfire. I'll fucking just light something on fire and throw it into a pit. But, get but I guess like that's <laughs> uh, that's not on this list. Um, what kind of man list is that? Hang, wait, here's one. I I don't even know why you would need to know this as a man, but hang a picture. 
No, that's a broad. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, according to this article, it says that uh, that's one of the things that your wife is going to ask you to hang a picture. So every man should know how to properly uh, so just take hang a, a picture. fucking nail and a hammer. And you, you hammer the fucking nail. But he doesn't own a hammer, right? No, I don't own a hammer. Yeah, uh, so every man I, should own a hammer. I, I probably say. should get like a tool set first. A toolbox before a toolbox before I start learning these. Oh, man. Shine your shoes. Yeah, I've done that. I've never shined my shoes before. Have you ever signed your shoes? Yeah, I used to really? have to, when I used to work for uh, the airport. I, they just security. look so much better. Yep. I'm gonna start. No, and doing it was that, required though. of my of my yeah. dress code. I had to do it. Uh, treat a snake bite. Yeah, you suck the poison. That's why you always take a woman hiking. That's why you you suck. Don't you like uh, slice? X's over you the, the X's. fucking holes, and then you suck the yeah. poison out. Why do you slice the X's though? <laughs> do like, you really? That, is that it makes true? The, it I... makes it run out. Ooh, seeps out. Yeah, it seeps out. It's beginning more. to look a lot like syphilis. And you can, and the person suck doing the sucking can suck more. Ooh. out. <laughs> this is oh, one that yeah. I. This is one I do know how to do, and it's silly that it's on this list. Read a book. But it's a, but not leisurely. Like it says, you gotta actually like know how to. Read. Well, no, actually, you had to like read a book and like get something out of it, like get something useful out of it, which I guess which shouldn't which be is too something hard. Something most stupid people. Would this this one anything. I cannot. Oh. This one I cannot do. And um, hold on to your Pokemon cards. I don't think I'm ever going to attempt to learn it, but survive a bear attack. I'm totally what? gonna figure out how to do that. Can you survive a bear attack? This is the things you should know as a man. You should <laughs> yeah. know how to survive you a bear hold attack. Your arm on. Accor according to the guy who that wrote this article, off. he says that not only does he know how to survive a bear attack, but if, if but he saw two bears recently and he was confident that if they did come at him, he would be able to take them don't down. Don't you just run down a hill? Not only don't those fucking retards not know how to run down a hill. <laughs> Not only do you not feed the bears, but you also should not go near the bears. Right? Yeah. Why get into it? How about you just avoid bears? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna I fight a bear. I'm going to go That's fight a bear. That's man should know is just to stay for, away from Look bears. at that bear. For the show, I'm, I'm going to learn I'm gonna learn how to survive a bear attack and take one down if I have to. <laughs> I'm going to slap that bear in the face with my dick. <laughs> oh, just Fuck look that at bear. that bear. It's He's not like gay it. if you're punishing a bear. Uh, She's like the Michelle Pfeiffer of bears. Number is that what talking about though, like a hairy gay guy? Because that's don't they call them bears? Yeah, they call yeah, them bears. Yeah, yeah, bears, and then their uh, pubs are the. Now that's the something every man should know. Yeah, how to, to fight off a bear. A bear attack. All right, now uh, yeah, I, I agree with that story. Um, number eight is a wet shave. Ooh, <laughs> like was your grandmother in the shower? <laughs> no, they meet with like an actual straight razor. Oh, uh, like, yeah, no. Yeah, I. I know Hollywood Christian yes. Bergel knows how to do it, and he, he brags everything. about it all the time. Sports, politics, and fiction. How hard can um, that be? I don't think it's hard. I think I just, <laughs> just, just nervous. It's take longer. Like, just unnecessary. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Gillette made the fucking razor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's the Mach 3 or 4, whatever the fuck it is. The Quattro. <laughs> Quattro. I mean, Number I nine, <laughs> Parallel Park. I can kind of parallel park. You don't even drive. <laughs> I could do it. When it's I sloppy, drove. but I do it. I always thought I would be like, uh, when I drove the rat van, I'd have a problem. But maybe once or twice, like, it was a little tough. And then after that, it was so easy. It's especially hard when the two people parked, like, in front and back are parked mm. like morons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it hard. Yes. Number 10. What else makes it hard? Number 10 is paddle a canoe. No. If only... 
You should know how to do that as a man. I know you know how to do oh, that. I, mean, I know, I know how to do it, but I don't think everyone should have to. No, I don't, I don't understand why you would need to know that. What are you going to be in life or death peril and need to know how to fucking <laughs> paddle a canoe? One, is, we'll, one, we'll stop it at two, there. two, like something, just, whatever. You just do it for fun. Yeah, it's not a survival skill I think at this that point we in need history. Because that fucking list sucked. <laughs> Shit, we'll be back with more prom, more prom night stories. Slim, I could show you how to paddle a canoe. Oh. <laughs> Are you gonna show me how to survive a pair attack too? I could show oh, you how yeah. to do that too. Fuck yeah. I just love that the dude that wrote the article was so confident that he swears he could take down two bears at once. No. You, he, no. <laughs> fuck yeah. On that note, break time. Yeah, man. Hey, this is Spencer Scott Holmes. And Ryan Dunnigan. Telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, assistant, you, you gotta tell you something, you know. I mean, I, me and you are good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. Santa Claus. Not, not in a mean way, you know, but, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. You're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> we also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. <laughs> He's like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why, why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? It's <laughs> just this very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock, which is a little, like, Christian uh, restaurant. And... They don't put that in the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. You're like, and okay. you look left, and you look right, and you're like... Fox News is on the... And then, yeah, and then you look at the cross, you're like, Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck! And I'm already in here, I'm already in here, what do I do? Yeah. No. Fucking jump through the window, like, there's a perfectly good door there. <laughs> I panicked. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could, Mickey Rourke could've been right there, too. Spinbull's 3. What's well, going a shitty fucking tattoo, he put a big dick on my back. <laughs> look at it! Pulls look at it. It's just like a big fucking veiny cock blowing a load in the back of his head. <laughs> Come on by to oldmanorange.com, where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Weekend of Bowie's coming this fall. And Hungry. To a theater near you. And don't, hungry? Don't, don't forget to pick up a copy of Hungry, Hungry Pitbulls. Actually, oh, guys, you can go to the, uh, the Kickstarter for Hungry, Hungry Pitbulls. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, what's that site again? It's, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, gofundme.com slash robinslim. That covers all our projects. Fuck yeah, including that great fucking game that Pete's coming out with called Hungry Fucking Hungry uh, Pitbulls. Yep, Hungry, hungry Pit Pitbulls. Hitbulls, I think. Was yeah. <laughs> hungry Pitbulls. Hungry what the fuck is that? Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's a, a race. It's a chase. Hurry up and feed their face. <laughs> Who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the Hungry Pitbulls. Hungry Hungry Pitbulls <laughs> by Slamo Toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking too earlier. I forgot. I was like, uh, I know I talked to Ryan about something. Um, he said, because I, I forget how we mentioned it, but uh, I said something about the nine 
the nine or nine thirty guests and how Jewel said uh, a couple weeks ago you don't call past nine and he's <laughs> like yeah I feel so bad for any guest that calls <laughs> after nine. <laughs> The 9.30 guess. He's like, they get the best of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Slamo Toys does sound like a real toy company. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. Slamo Toys. Oh, I got, oh, yeah, okay. I got, he got sued by Whammo. Yeah. <laughs> I won because the S. Yes. <laughs> you won because of the S. Yes. The S is better than the W. S is that what it was? Whammo. <laughs> Well, I have an S. I win. I have an S, bitches. <laughs> Fuck yous. <laughs> yeah. I heard he was going to say this in the commercial, too. Yeah. I'm the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It's going to be the end of it. <laughs> but everybody fucking go. Go to our fucking, uh, yeah, what's that, our GoFundMe. And also go to uh, hangoverpretzels.com and order those pretzels. They're amazing. Those fucking things are great. And uh, listen to our show. Need to get some listen of those. Listen to our show. Yeah, what was it? Hangoverpretzels.com. What was the new one? Uh, bacon? Bacon, yeah. Yeah, I think he said it was a maple bacon uh, pretzel. What else I got? This, uh, brown sugar cinnamon, sweet heat, kibasi, and the original zesty lemon pepper. The original is the best. Amazing. The other are great, oh, too. They're all great. The original was probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. The original yeah, you can find them great. at the hangover, <laughs> thehangoverpretzelcompany.com or we'll give them a call at 908 839 Five, six, seven, eight. And those things go quick. Like, you get a nice, decent sized bag for, like, I think you said, what, eight bucks was it? Eight or seven dollars, I think. I don't it's, remember. It's not too much for what you get, but the bag still is going to go quick because they're so delicious. No, there like, was a I, big think, bag. I think we ate like four or five bags of those and they were gone in a week. Yeah, that's because we were drunk. <laughs> yeah. <On> tequila. <laughs> and that fucking yeah, pretzels did They go <laughs> very good with tequila. Fuck yeah. They definitely do. I mean, when I when I drink tequila, just crazy things a, happen, yeah. and I eat tons of pretzels. Tons of hangover pretzels. And you need uh, to do. I don't drink tequila much, but a when I do. Four loco show again. <laughs> we need the to do. Side, oh. We need to do Chef Boyardee ravioli is like a big pot of them, and uh, four locos. Drink a bunch of ravioli. 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 Just drink a whole pot of ravioli, and then you smoke that two liter of cigarettes. Dude, how a two liter? Full I don't of think anybody can eat a whole pot of Chef Boyardee yeah. ravioli. This man can on four That's... locos. He doesn't care. <laughs> he just doesn't. They're disgusting. Like I, you, th those are one of those things that you love as a child, but yeah, then if you, then you eat you... it now, it just tastes like trash. As you grow up, oh it yeah, tastes like something like, that you fished out of the garbage. I bought that for the boys once because I'm like, I love these as a kid, and you and was maybe like one i don't even know yeah maybe like one and uh yeah he wouldn't need it he just made a face and i was like <laughs> great when i was like, and i tasted one and it was just disgusting i don't know yeah. if they changed the recipe maybe chef war d died and somebody else kanye west <laughs> kanye west uh, took, over. took over chef kanye <laughs> Ka kanye, kanye just d? stirs it with his dick <laughs> you can part that special flavor the cat meat they have they've really skimped on the cat meat yeah what the hell is that meat that's in the middle <laughs> what is in that <laughs> can right is that always. like ground up children from the third world yes. <laughs> that's how they power their fucking uh the equipment to make those is with the orphan souls <laughs> oh, orphan fucking souls. chef boyardee ground up third world orphans <laughs> and everybody Oh. Oh. <laughs> if if we have to, I have more lists. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Ashton's gone in a few minutes. Oh, he just okay. said he didn't realize the time change. 
So he'll be uh, calling in five minutes, he said. That's another uh, venture I could look into. It was the uh, canned ravioli. <laughs> the canned ravioli. Oh, the canned ravioli business. Yeah. That would be great to go with your fucking your toy, your, your yeah, games and shit. Exactly. You should also have action figures. <laughs> and bobbleheads. Fuck yeah. The pit bull bobbleheads. Yeah, <laughs> pit fuck bobbleheads. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I want also a Hungry Hungry Pitbull cartoon. Every every like old school board game needed a cartoon to go with oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, well, maybe not board game, just a uh, toy line or whatever. A lot of but... toy lines, board games. Yeah. Borderline gays. That's what you said. Right? Like yeah, uh, <laughs> board games. Uh, cartoons about them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, hungry, hungry pitbulls, but the pitbulls got to be like good guys in the yeah, end. Yeah, they gotta have silly voices. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's as their attack. Hey, like, let's get this one. What was eh? that? You you guys ever see one with the what was that? The yeah, sharks. But... Yeah, street sharks. <laughs> street sharks. Like the, the, ang- the hungry, hungry pit bulls versus the mutant toddler gang. Yeah, that's it's it. just like they just eat the cancer kids. That's another one of your fucking. Yeah, you should do a Saturday morning cartoon called the Cancer Kids. Yep. Melanoma. <laughs> <laughs> Corsonoma. <laughs> I heard you were also animating another series. <laughs> about some broad on the porch with her fucking mom in the background or some shit. Oh, those two. Yeah, I heard, I heard a couple of clips from that. Or... You know, I may have secured them to do the voices. Yeah. Of themselves. <laughs> yeah, you little whore. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's. I heard the kids. I heard it went very well with a fucking panel of kids, a uh, panel of toddlers. Yeah. You fucking moron! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ugly monkey! Go climb on the other, another train! Jump off on the other, <laughs> on the other side! Cut it out, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you moron! Are... <laughs> I think they might be related to Joni. I think that's why fucking man Mike left the show because he did not appreciate those, <laughs> and he's got other celebrities to kill. Oh. Can't believe he killed that guy. At least he didn't kill that lady's son. She did that. <laughs> Those glasses. And at least the cancer didn't steal a General Akbar from us. Yeah. General Ambrose Akbar from us. He's the number one. What a half hour show. What do you say in a half hour? Is he doesn't have I to say cancer. anything. He just has to tag that he has cancer and people love it. <laughs> oh, I got to click on this guy. Give you him a should. Play. That's what you should do. Contact him. Tell him saying you have the cancer kids. <laughs> and then we'll just play the cancer kids. We'll be like, I got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hurts. amazing. It hurts. Yeah, he does interviews. We yeah. need to book you. We need to get you on. What's your name going to be? Oh, it's you gotta have a cool like yeah oh, animator we're, we're kid touch your name. Kicked off of this network. Let me get this, uh, <laughs> let me get an email right now. <laughs> I should just like email Matt. Be like, hey, uh, we'll just call you I Scribbles. Have fr- I have a friend who has cancer. Oh wait, what's that? Uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> we can use that. Uh, I don't even have the email open. What's that email guy that has the beats? We can use his name. Oh yeah, we could use his name. You know, we'll just use his name. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, that sounds good. To me. <laughs> I think his real name is Clint. <laughs> but he goes, I'm loading it up right now. Clint. Okay, kill him a jig. Clint Kill him a jarro. Yeast infection. All right, I found, I found his website, the Male Breast Cancer Coalition. The male. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Wow. Contact us. 
<laughs> yeah, my nipples started creating. Uh, your it. name. What's okay, your... I'm getting it. Just wait. The email's loading. I got it right here. You can either use Clint Mill, <laughs> Entertainment, or Stan Killens. I think I'm going to go with Stan Killens. A.K.A. S.K. Stan Killens. A.K.A.S.K. -A and my girlfriend, Tiara Love, L.U.V., has created a, a, a cartoon for kids of all ages. <laughs> and... How do you spell Killens? Is it a K-I-L-L-I-N? Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. S, but I want a Z in it. Yeah. I want three Zs at the end of it. Okay, Is that doable? Killens. Um, A-K-A-S-K? Yes. Okay. Or S-Z. S-K-Z. S-K-Z-Z-Y. No, this isn't going to work. That's a grown-ass woman with a grown-ass. We need to come back to this That's a grown-ass woman. make it sound real. Rob, a Slim Show. Uh, what's going on, guys? It's Ashton. What's up, Ashton? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just, I'm sorry. I'm, I missed the call time, man. It's 6 o'clock over here. I know. I yeah, that's, that's why I try to say. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, I, I should start asking, you know, if <laughs> or looking up the difference for people. like. Oh, yeah. No, no I should have. So I thought when, it said, when I saw it said Eastern, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know? Rob and Slim. Y'all caught me an hour. Y'all caught me an hour early, so y'all about to listen to me buy weed and get some Taco Bell and. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's amazing! Oh. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, man, you're a stand-up, right? Uh, yes, sir. You from Houston, Texas? Cool, man. And have you performed a lot? I saw that it said you um, you won a couple of awards, like uh, Laugh Town's Funniest in 2015 and uh, Best uh, yeah. Best Comic. Yeah, man, I had a. I, I, I started doing comedy when I was 16. I'm 25 now. Wow. I had, I had to stop. Oh, yeah. I had to stop when I was 16. And then I restarted about three years ago when I was 22. And I, I, I this was, it's literally the awards I won is just, I think, a, a testament to really probably having a passion for something and not having nothing else. I don't have kids. I graduated college. I have nothing else. Wow. So all I could do is be, yeah, be good at stand-up. <laughs> Right. That's kind of cool, though. It leaves you like, yeah, no room to fail. Like, no, oh yeah, no. I mean, oh, believe me, I have failed a billion times. <laughs> it's, it, I, it doesn't matter, you know. When yeah. People don't laugh. When people don't laugh at your jokes, it, 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 I've grown past the hurt. Like, I like it almost when they don't like my jokes. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck y'all, then. <laughs> <laughs> you just see how, how you start trying to get people to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's like, yeah. The less of y'all, the quicker I can leave here. So. <laughs> That's it's awesome. Mine. Oh, I was checking out. I, I only found the one clip on YouTube, but it was hilarious, dude. I loved how you said uh, the, your black dad would take away things you needed, where white dads would take away, you know, video <laughs> games. But <laughs> your dad would take away your brother's <laughs> inhaler. And shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, man, I have it. And it's crazy because that was actually, like, my first time coming back to doing, like, stand-up. The oh, improv, wow. I, I had done, yeah, I had done it like a, a few times, and then the improv asked me to come out. That was like my first time back in three years doing it again. I've gotten, I'm, 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 I'm pretty humble that y'all said that was good because <laughs> I, I'll look back at that video. I'm like, woo! That, <laughs> good God! <laughs> I tried playing an old show of ours like a week or two ago because it was getting a lot of downloads, and we didn't, I didn't understand why. <laughs> so I went to listen, and someone's like, I can't listen to this. No, like, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about that uh, uh, clip of me on the improv. Like, yeah. yeah it's like, uh, 
That's like 400 views. I was like, who put this online? <laughs> Why has 400 people seen me when I, no one wants to be seen? No one wants to see Steph Curry when he was beginning. Like, nah, get that three from the back. But you know, I'm, I'm appreciate y'all even checking me out, man. No problem, dude. I try to I try to check all of our guests out. And uh, why did you take time off? Uh, oh, because whenever I, well, I lived in Memphis. It was more. I, I stopped when I was 16 because my dad is the one. When I lived in Memphis, Tennessee, he put he put me on the club. He told he showed me how to do open mic. Showed me like oh, cool. I already knew what comedy was and I already knew what I wanted to do. But so he just put me on the path. But That's then cool. my move from Memphis to Houston with my mom. And she wasn't having that go out to clubs late at night. Yeah. It wasn't that. She was like, go to college, do this. So uh, I went to college. And halfway through college, I was like, man, I'm supposed to be doing stand-up. And I just started doing stand-up again. <laughs> That's yeah. a cool place to I, do it, too, I would think, like college. Oh, oh yeah, it was pretty dope. Like, because like, I did it two years, I started doing comedy about a year and a half or so left the school. Like, I still had a year and a half left. And I was getting, like, uh, I, I was blowing up in the city, at least. I was, like, getting a lot of shows. And so I'd be walking on campus. I'm like, hey, I saw you. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Let me get that number. Let me, let me, let me, let me get into them draws. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you get paid for gigs, Ashton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. I figured doing I'm, it that I'm, long. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm definitely blessed. Cool. Less enough to be making money. Are, are you on like, uh, do you go on tours or are you just strictly are you in Houston? No, this, well, I mean, I've gone many, I've been many places to do comedy. I haven't been on no tour yet, but uh, I've been, I've been from Atlanta to Chicago to Memphis. To, uh, I, I want to go to California, but uh, I've been many, I've been many cities, little country towns outside <laughs> in Texas, a thousand horrible country towns outside yeah. of Texas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I've done, I'm putting in my dues. I'm paying my dues right now. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I saw on your Twitter, did you see the Hateful Eight? I saw you tweeted about oh. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the Hateful Eight. It had some, it had some, I 90% like the Hateful Eight. Yeah, because I, I didn't see it, but I was figuring it was just going to be like Django. I love Django, but Slim said he saw oh, it and yeah. it was just I didn't, I didn't like it. Like, I don't know. I love oh, Quentin Tarantino, but I felt like uh, I think he's done doing movies. He said he's done doing movies. He said he wants to do theater, but he like has this quota that he uh, wants to do ten movies. So this movie just seems like I, I, I a play, him, man. I, I heard him say twelve. I heard him during the interview about Hateful Eight. He was like, "I'm gonna stop at eleven, possibly 12. <laughs> he just wants a couple more keeps, fucking checks. Yeah. Right. So he doesn't even know. But like, I'm a big fan of Jackie Brown. So I was like, See, I hated Jackie that Brown, one, bro. I did not How like that one. What, it's such an enclosed story. It's beautiful. Five people, five to six people, Matt's story, where they just say it's just a well-written story. This one has eight people. It doesn't need no side characters. Everybody's a main character. And it's just, it has a, some parts where I'm like, really? There's a lot of, like, uh, women beating. And <laughs> I watched it with my girlfriend. So I was like, oh, she's like, I, I can't take this shit. And I was like, yeah, baby, I can't take it either. Like, I don't really care. But, uh... <laughs> I was uh, a little scared when I first went to see um, uh, Django because uh, I didn't know if I should be laughing because there were black people in front of me watching it. And once they laughed, Man, I'm like, okay, it's safe how, to laugh. <laughs> no, that, even that's how I felt. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> It was so fucking bad, that shit, man. Yeah, I was like, I was like, 
I was like, if I laugh, I think black people not like me anymore. I'm like, well, I don't know. I felt, I felt like white people on that one. I was, I was waiting <laughs> for that for that couple in front of me to laugh because I was like, dude, I'm not gonna get oh. the shit kicked okay, out of okay. me. Okay. No, no, smart move. You're working. You're using a smart plan. Even I'm like this. <laughs> there, um, there's a lot of lot of n words. Right? <laughs> he seems to love that, Quentin. I don't know. Yeah. He loves that word. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, if, you, if, if I made movies, I'd put the same amount of N-words in it, too. So, uh, well, prior to two, in uh, right? uh, Blazing Saddles and shit, yeah. I love Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Prior made it cool to say niggas. That's what I was like, thanks, Prior. Appreciate it, because we'd all be tiptoeing around it. We'd all be saying the N-word. Right? I remember seeing well, uh, an interview when Django came out of Sam Jackson, and this guy uh, is asking him, like, so how do you feel? You had to say the... Uh, that, that oh, word a I lot, and, and Samuel Jackson is like, what word? Say the word. Say it. And the guy say wouldn't it. say it, so he said, yeah, I'm not going to discuss it. I'm not talking to you about it unless you'll say the word. And it was some white reporter, and the guy just shut up instantly. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. That, that reminds me of, uh, who was his name? Uh, uh, he, just, he just did the Comeback Kid uh, on Netflix. Uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney has a joke where he says, uh, NBC or some station, they, they had a debate on what's the worst word, the N-word or midget. And it's like, well, if you're willing to say midget, then the N-word is the worst word. That's, that's, uh, that's so much worse than midget. Saying, I thought you were going to say the N-word or the C-word. Like, yeah, I could see right. that debated, but not midget. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. They, they hate that, though, I heard. I heard midgets hate, like, that's, yeah, they yeah, hate it. They can it. be called dwarfs. Little is, that is, is, is it dwarfs little, or little people? Little dwarf or uh, little people. But they're both sound. I don't know. I was on a festival about a couple months ago, and I saw midget wrestling, and they were pretty. (laughs) They didn't mind being called midgets. They promote themselves as midgets because people want to see midgets from. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, don't call them midgets. Hey, no, it's on the board. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to see the movie Willow, and it's a really crappy, like, bad action yeah. movie from the 80s with, like, I think Val Kilmer, but the beginning scene is a whole bunch of midgets, like, that it's were a in a whole this... village of midgets, yeah. And they're fighting really? or something. Yeah, they're just running through a field. It's really funny to watch. <laughs> sounds, like an, sounds like an amazing movie. It I is mean... good. I, I, I fucking love it. I can still watch it, but, like, it's corny, but... It's fucking funny. Yeah, Val Kilmer or something has to save a midget, I think. No, it's you know it's funny. I haven't seen a movie past Transformers. Like I, I, I hate being a new, new generation because like being a millennial or whatever that whatever the hell I am. What, yeah, uh, what generation is it anymore? I don't even know. I was. I don't X. even know. We're, we're fucked at this point. Who cares? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now millennials. <laughs> yep. Right. The, the ones who don't matter. That's what we are. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's why. No, I, I, remember, why. I feel I feel bad for us because like I know there's people like me who won't watch a movie if it's not HD. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I know Casablanca is a great movie, but uh, they need to remaster that shit. I wonder about you guys too. It. Like, do, are, do you even like get on? Like, even Slim. Like, do you guys get off your cell phones for movies, or are you like texting and doing other shit during a movie? Man, I don't get right. I don't even. I'll, I'll if it's a true story. If it says based on a true story, I'm gonna Wikipedia it before <laughs> yeah. the movie's over. I'm gonna find out about this true story. Right? Ain't no surprise. Yeah, he dies. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, dude. I'll look up like actors in the movies. I'll be like, oh, I recognize uh, that guy from somewhere and I'll start Googling See, who it yeah, is. Yeah, no, I don't do the phone. Yeah. I don't do the computer. Fucking <laughs> phone down. <laughs> Nothing, man, because I can't concentrate. I got to concentrate on the fucking movie. Did you see uh, Star Wars, Ashton? Of course I did. Fuck yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, I know there's some... Uh, did, did, wait, did both of you guys see it? 
Uh, uh, I didn't, but uh, two other I uh, saw it. Pete yeah. saw it, and and, and uh, no, I lo- Slim I saw Hateful Eight. Now, I I will say this: it's not a spoiler. It's just you know something that had like I didn't. I, I I always my eyes are always on racist moments. I just look for racist. It, it won't even have to be racist, but I'm just like that's racist. <laughs> like uh, if somebody somebody locks the door while I walk past their car, I just be like, oh, that's racist. Bro. I wasn't gonna <laughs> steal in your car. But there was a part in Star Wars where Finn gets hit in the back. He gets whipped in the back with a lightsaber. And I was just like, come on, bro. <laughs> I was he thinking, gets whipped. In... I was thinking it oh, is, it's so fucked up that Mark Hamill, in the six seconds he was in that, made more than we'll make in our lifetime probably. Yeah, yeah. Just the look he gave. Like, first off, all he did was look. He didn't, even, he didn't have to talk. Yeah. He just was like, I, I'm here. Like, Shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Seven million dollars, please. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking too. The um, the the Nazi, like the scene that was like Hitler when oh, the yeah. dude was on talking the, on the moon. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that big ass planet was. That shit was yeah. creepy, yeah. man. That that shit was definitely some Hitler type shit right mm. there. I ain't gonna lie. That, that was some mind confish type. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. That shit is weird. It was good. Where are you guys based out of? We're in New Jersey. Oh shit, New Jersey! Oh snap! Wait, do, you, do any of you guys do stand up or anything? No, or nope. straight radio. Straight internet radio. Yep. That that is the smartest thing to do. Do not do stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get we want to get our intern really drunk and take him out one night. He gets crazy when he's oh. drunk. He's fucking hilarious. Oh. But he's also no, borderline scary. He's kind of scary <laughs> yeah. a little bit. So it's like. That's- that you just described every comic I know. <laughs> and as you're he laughing at him, he gets madder at you. It's, it's, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> well, no, comics like it when you laugh at him. I don't know. <laughs> that shit don't sound right. He gets, he gets mad when you laugh? Oh, uh, yeah. He goes crazy. He goes psycho. Oh, man. you, you like this joke, motherfucker? <laughs> what are you dude, laughing at? You got, wait, do y'all have open carry in New Jersey? What's that? Do you have open carry? No, no, it's got to be concealed carry. Oh, concealed? Yep. You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky. <laughs> well, we've got, in Texas, we got open carry, so I'll look at a person before I make fun of them. I heard you could, like, shoot anybody down there. Like, anybody comes on your yard, you could just kill them. Man, I ain't gonna lie. That could be, that could be, that could be, that could be true. <laughs> I, I don't know yet, but I know a lot of people get shot here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Oh. I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that I live in the hood, but I do know... Everybody gets shot here. That's I'm, I, I'm like, I got to go because I don't want to die by gun violence for real. Oh, Everybody has a gun. I, we, I don't like that logic. No. We, we, we got to recruit him for uh, week, Weekend at Bowie's. Yes, I'm running a movie, Ashton, Bowie's. called Weekend at Bowie's. And it's, oh, uh, really? it's like Weekend at Bernie's with David Bowie. Like, uh, I don't know oh, if you heard, sick. but Kanye wants to put out an album of David Bowie covers. So I had the idea. Ooh, right. To, to make White a movie. Got mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> they did not appreciate that shit. They <laughs> were like, what the fuck? So I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> called Weekend at Bowie's. And uh, Kanye's going to be in it. He's going to be the pool boy. And he finds David Bowie <laughs> dead. But David Bowie has to get to a concert to pay back some mobsters that he fucking owes money to. So Kanye's got to, like, get him to the concert. <laughs> You've already written the you've already written the script. Damn, this shit happened yesterday. You already written the script. <laughs> I want to cash in on this fucking shit. I want to cash in on the David Bowie death money. 
right? That, that, that David, David boy, Kanye West slave money. Yeah, you're a pool boy in this one. <laughs> nah, man. nah, you should totally move to L.A. That's some fast writing. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, I came Everybody... up with it on the car ride here. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn, I... Everybody's like, you got to write sketches. You got to write a, you got to do so much, Ashton. It's more than just stand up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I'm about to roll up this weed and, and think about it. <laughs> Shit, Ashton, we have to wrap this up, dude. But where can everybody find you? Oh, man, if you, if you want to hear more of me, I'm on, you can find me on Twitter, AD Womack, or I'm starting to post more, uh, stuff on youtube that way people can see my stand-up material because uh, i got i got a 15 minute set on youtube you can check it out uh but until then i'm still grinding working until uh you eventually i get a tv spot and hopefully that comes soon cool man thank you so much for talking to us god oh, no problem robinson man y'all have a wonderful weekend or whatever it is i don't know time <laughs> you too bro later man <laughs> all right man, y'all have a good evening thank you too. later man all right <laughs> peace Fucking awesome. He was really cool. Yeah. All right, guys, we're taking a break. We'll be back. <coughs> Weekend at Bowie's. Matt Bola Cola has been recalled. Do not drink Matt Bola Cola. I repeat, here on the Matt Bola's podcast, do not drink Matt Bola Cola. Yo, what's up, Rogers and Rogers? Matt Bola's here with a special report on Matt Bola Cola. It's been recalled, so if you have any Matt Bolacola, don't drink it. Hey guys, we're doing free fucking chili day at the Wendy's. It's coming up soon. Nick motherfucking Arthur will be there distributing with Crobo. Me and Dusty Ray will also be there with the special wrestling event. It depends on what Wendy's we hold the location at, whether the chili will be scalding hot, but we plan on having scalding hot chili wrestling. Jonathan, you there? Yeah, what's up, guys? Not much. What's going on, dude? Uh, nothing, man. Just in this parking lot, chilling. <laughs> Where are you again? You're in Chicago, right? No, I'm actually I'm in uh, East Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee right now. Because I saw both. I didn't know if you were from Nashville and lived in Chicago or... Yeah, the other way around. I'm from Chicago originally, and uh, I live in Nashville. How was that for a culture shock? Uh, you know, I was I was actually a kid when uh, we moved to the South, so it was oh. it was uh, pretty bad. Like uh, you went from being able to walk anywhere, go to a movie, just you know, to a store by walking there, to you have to have a car. Yeah, I uh, didn't have a car when we first moved here. So That's me stuff. from North to South Jersey's like that. Like North Jersey, yeah, you can walk anywhere. Everything's like a block or two away. You know, and then you got New York City. You take a fucking train or bus into, and then down here you're driving half hour to the mall. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, man. It's uh, it is culture shock, but I uh, got over it. Yeah, got made fun of a lot when I was a kid uh, because I talked different. But uh, then my voice changed, and I started talking a little southern too. So <laughs> yeah, I hear it that. All, it all evened out. <laughs> you're you're a comedian uh, as well as a writer, correct? 
Yeah, I, I dabble in a lot of different things. I mean, uh, stand-up comedy, I've been doing that for uh, like five years. Uh, been writing, uh, doing some uh, satire uh, writings and getting those published online. Oh. And uh, also just you know, doing a lot of sketch comedy and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, I saw you got a bunch of projects on uh, on your Twitter. I saw you have a po- Are you on a podcast or do you have a podcast? Yeah, it's not really. It's just something I screw around with. Uh, mm-hmm. I write some monologue jokes, kind of like, uh, or even kind of like Weekend Update, and I just record them and, and post cool. them time to time. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do like in our opening, we do an hour and a half of, you know, we shoot the shit, you know. Uh, we do a little news stories in there, too. We usually just get real dark, dark humor with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, Pitbull's eating nine-year-olds. Dark. <laughs> and, then our, and then our buddy Pete comes up with a game called Hungry Hungry Pitbulls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big seller. Yeah. I'd play it. Sounds fun. <laughs> it's just giant pitbull heads, and they eat these little uh, toddlers. It's toddler parts. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and I also, I'm, t- I'm working on a movie called Weekend at Bowie's about... Uh, yeah, uh, kind of like Weekend of Bernie's, but with David Bowie, because I want some of that Bowie money. That sounds hot, man. Like, uh, actually, I love that movie, man, Weekend at Bernie's, so that's right? a great spinoff. Exactly. got to capitalize while you can, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We just need uh, Pete's credit card, and we gotta, we got to start <laughs> hiring some fucking writers and actors and shit. I'll tell you what, I'll open but, up a new but, credit card. <laughs> let, let me in on that. I'll, I'll write with you guys. All nice. Right. Whatever. <laughs> We also need to get a hold of Kanye. He's one of the main characters. Yeah, Kanye West yep. needs to be in it too. He's gonna be the pool boy because he wants to make a David Bowie uh, cover, cover CD, a whole CD of it. Yeah, I mean that's the soundtrack right there to the movie. You're good. Right, exactly. He should do it for free for that advertising. No <laughs> doubt. All the royalties. What I, I saw your other. Uh, I, it was funny because I. I messaged you on your other Twitter, the man versus food truck, because yeah. I was like, this looks like a great show. And it, I ended up, I had you as Jonathan. I had you booked already. Cause I'm like, dude, would you do an interview? This shit looks awesome. And you were like, I already, I already got an interview with you this week. And I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> I'm a dummy, yeah. but that dude, that shit is, that, that project looks so cool. What? I'll go on, I'll yeah, go I mean, that's just a testament to all the stupid stuff I have going on right now. But, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Do you do, do uh, you have uh, – I only saw the one episode. Do you have any any more than that? I have more uh, filmed. I just haven't put them out yet. He, he goes to – well, the one I saw, he went to a food truck, and they made these, like – these. what were they, sriracha tacos? They were, like, kind of hot. Yeah, it was, it was like uh, – some of them were, like, beef brisket, and the other ones were, like, pulled pork. Okay. And then they had, like, all these jalapenos and sriracha on there and some other sauce. And then he ate 12 of them. All that kind of stuff. He ate 12 of them. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. It came about because uh, actually I was uh, auditioning to be the next host of Man vs. Food. And uh, the casting director asked me to, you know, hey, can you just record yourself eating some food and describing it? And I was like, I don't really do anything half-assed. Uh, so I, I kind of try to parody the show, but do it my own way. So I did Man vs. Food Truck. And, nice. uh, you know, uh, didn't get to didn't get the job, but it was a lot of fun. So. Yeah, it's, it's a great. I, I love the, the 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 show. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, for the one. concept's really cool. Yeah. yeah, fuck them. You didn't get it. You'll Dude, make your own show. Get it on Netflix <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, that's basically how it's going. So, yeah. yeah, it just takes a lot of money to get that stuff rolling. Yeah, so. uh, we we talked. I, I sent you the link too to their Twitter. We talked to a guy in uh, I think he's in L.A. The Dirty South though. His food looks amazing, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. Like it really, like a lot of the food trucks, man. They make 
some gourmet food. Like there you can yeah, find yeah. some restaurants. That's what it looked it's like, like the, yeah. The best stuff, man. Yup. It looked really good. Same with some of the stuff you posted pictures of on, on the Man vs. Uh, food Truck Twitter. The stuff looked amazing, man. Yeah, simple stuff too, like uh, grilled cheese sandwich, but it like has all these ingredients that you just like. If you're gonna make a grilled cheese, you're just gonna you know make it on some bread and put some American cheese on it, probably. Butter, yeah. You go, you go to this food truck, man. They're using like cheese from France or some shit, and <laughs> you know bacon from somebody's specialty farm. I mean, it's it's really good stuff. Man. Yeah. What um? Oh, I did see some of your stand up too. It was really funny, man. I I like the um. When you were making the beer and and you bought the kit that was in German. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave that beer a yeast infection, right? And I fucked it. Firking the beer. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people seem to like that one. Uh, not, I mean, stand up something I, I've done for a while and I enjoy it, but I've uh, actually been trying to switch focus more into the the writing side of things. Cool. What else have you uh, What have you written for? Uh, yeah, the, there's a satire uh, website called the uh, Rocket Wrangler, and I uh, write articles for them periodically. And uh, also, I started, I'm starting a new project with a, a YouTube channel, and they're uh, going to be putting out a lot of, uh, like, parody videos, like making fun of commercials and things like that you see on TV, different kinds of TV shows. Nice. And uh, they're also going to be, like, selling those to like comedy clubs so like if you go to a comedy club they show like these warm-up videos beforehand and uh, that type of stuff would be what, what you'll see at those clubs oh that's cool what uh shit i forgot what i was just gonna ask Damn. yeah you sent me a, a video of some some <laughs> guy like he said he ate 50 tacos or something and, that's uh, <laughs> that's God, frankie man. mcdonald <laughs> he's a little special that boy and i he... thought he was <laughs> What's that? I thought he was Brendan Dacey from uh, Making a Murderer or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Special. Yeah, dude, he does weather reports, and now, yeah, as you can see, he's spreading out into tacos. He has one of uh, pumpkin pies where he eats 50 of those, and it's just <laughs> just as good as the tacos, <laughs> if not funnier. And we talked yeah, to him once, good. and he won't talk to us again. I don't know why. <laughs> we interviewed us. him, and, uh, yeah, he kind of blocked us. But uh, <laughs> he's a sweet boy. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely uh, has a special place in my heart now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck! What was I gonna? I totally forgot. I had a good question, and it's gone. It's gone with Frankie McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Oh, I, I saw just... you wrote a book. Oh yeah, that that goes along with the satire thing. Uh, it's uh, mostly satire. And uh, it's just a collection of different articles I wrote and uh, put them out. Okay. It's, uh, you know, pretty cheap. It's like eight bucks. If you really are looking for something good to read while you're, sit like, taking a shit, that's, uh, I definitely recommend that. <laughs> awesome. And what is it called? Uh, Dumb and Fun Stories? Uh, no, it's called Mostly Satire. Mostly Satire. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do have that written down. But, yeah, the description was Dumb and Fun Stories. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How long has that been out for? Um, it's been out for a few months, uh, probably three or four months. Cool. Is it just uh, something that's like digital, or can you get a, like a hard copy of it? No, it's it's only the hard copy. I didn't uh, do it for digital. I mean, really, if you want, you could go to the Rocket Wrangler's website, rocket-wrangler.com. I mean, there's other people who write for it too, but like, 
all the articles that I've written are published there too. So, I mean, you don't have to pay for it. You can, you know, just read them for free uh, there as well. That's awesome. awesome. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete, you got any questions? Um, I I had a brain complete brain fart. I completely forgot. What <laughs> he did want to pitch the uh, the food truck that he I, I lulled you guys into silence. This is great. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, well, Pete, Pete is starting a food truck, and what it is is he's just gonna go and get like cans of raviolis, and that's what you're gonna get. But he's gonna give them like retard, like ridiculously sounding delicious names. Oh, they're gonna have like really big portions. Yeah, and big portions. So you're gonna have like a pot of raviolis. Pot of beef ravioli. What are you calling it though? This is the this is the beef buckler. The beef buckler. It's just Chef Are you gonna like smush them up with a fork first? Oh no, no. It's it's gonna be. It's just. It's just. What it is. And it's are you gonna be, heat them up? A little bit, you know. Just yeah. get the bottom. You gotta make sure you charge like twenty five dollars yeah. a plate. Though. Yes, <laughs> and you get a side of Oreos with yep. it too. The oh, vanilla no, or the, the top? That's the top. That's the topping. You crinkle oh, the Oreos on oh, top. Like a fucking yeah, like a casserole. Then you just what a sheet of marshmallows. I always wanted to open like at the at the rest stops, you know, a little shop that just microwaved hot pockets. But I'm charging you eight dollars a hot pocket. <laughs> That's basically what Seven Eleven does, right? <laughs> oh, you just sell frozen hot dogs. People eat that too. I'm sure. <laughs> Pete does a lot of stuff with frozen hot dogs. <laughs> he has a couple stories, right, Pete? Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a couple. But... When the one broke off inside you? Uh, I don't remember that one. Oh fuck! Shit, bro. Could be. I just don't remember any of them. That's... <laughs> That's... <laughs> you, you must have. Uh... Taking a roofie beforehand. That's that's you know, black yourself out. Yeah, you don't know. remember. Yeah, or maybe Slim roofied me. While I, I might have. Closing. I might have. So, out of all the things you do, what is one of your favorite things to do? Like from the stand up and uh, writing sketches and stuff like that. What do you enjoy the most? I enjoy writing. Uh, I enjoy writing the like monologue jokes or uh, you know a lot of the sketch stuff has been an avenue that I've been enjoying a lot recently. Cool. Now, how did you? What did you get into first? It, was it first like, okay, I'm gonna do stand up, and then you really enjoyed the writing for that. Then you got into like writing articles. Like, how did it go? Yeah, it started with stand up. I mean, uh, basically on a drunk dare to get up on stage and and try to be funny. And uh, you know, obviously, most people's first time isn't that good. So, uh, but you know, you do it, and it gets kind of like a adrenaline rush. You get addicted. It's like an addictive thing. You just keep getting up there and looking for more stage time so it grew from that and uh actually got serious about writing comedy and performing and uh you know start getting paid for you know doing it traveling around and stuff like that it's always a lot of fun and then uh a friend of mine we we're just like kind of shooting a shit one day we we're like yeah you know we could write these articles and uh you know try to trick people locally in the town where we live yeah, awesome. and uh so he started the website and we just started writing satire articles my first one I sent out, got almost like 50,000 hits, and uh, we got radio and all this kind of publicity from it. And, uh, you know, like the newspaper had to put out something saying that it was a fake article. <laughs> we so many people. And uh, from there, it's just kind of like I just kept writing those kind of things, and that's when uh, basically my love for writing started. That's amazing. So you really like fooling people. Like That was one of your the things that drove you into uh, satire. Oh, that's, that's, of course, my favorite. I like seeing the people get upset about it, you know. <laughs> yes. uh, 
there's always that one person that's like, this is fake, you guys. This yeah. is fake. I'm usually that guy. I see people post articles on um, on Facebook, so just to be a dick, I'll go to Snopes and I'll post a Snopes link. Do, on the, do, uh, yeah. do you like yeah. the uh, Do you like the Onion at all? The one satire newspaper that they have, they just write the fake articles yeah. all the time. Do I like the Onion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love. Great question, Pete. Yeah, I, was just, well, I was just wondering if he. Didn't... I mean, it's kind of like the inspiration yeah. for what we yeah. do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some comparisons to them early on oh yeah and uh i'm sorry keep going sorry about that i just <laughs> what is... i just coughed a little oh bit you just ca- you yeah. coughed oh yeah into the mic <laughs> so, i didn't mean to all right it's, the intern just screwed up the entire interview i'm sorry about <laughs> that just keep going man no, i'm doing a pretty good job of that myself so <laughs> no you're doing no. fine man um <laughs> What was that 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 first satire uh, article that you wrote that fooled everybody in your town? Um, it was in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, there's a park there, like a it's a big deal. It's like the Big Spring Park, and a lot of people come there and visit. They do events downtown, and uh, I basically said that they were bulldozing the park to build a 750 million dollar. Uh, sports stadium like a football stadium <laughs> and uh, a lot of people got upset about it they started uh, emailing the city hall and the mayor's office and, and uh, you know this is a fake name of a city planner and, and the mayor called an emergency uh, meeting and called, was like we're gonna fire this person and all this kind of stuff like, <laughs> even what? the mayor didn't realize it was a fake person yeah that's amazing yeah, that's how serious it was like the, the mayor and people like i talked to the actual city planner like a few days later and he's like you have no clue how how unreal this was like they got calls like back to back for the whole day just people pissed off about it they're like how how would you ever bulldoze our you know our monuments and this kind of thing all the little stuff they have in there so it was fun just to kind of troll them and I did all the little like screenshots of all the comments of people being pissed off. That was fun. That's amazing. Now, how did you get it out there? You just started sharing it with friends on Facebook. Would you do stuff like, I can't believe they're doing this and like send it out to your friends? Yeah. Like the initial one was, uh, you know, we published it and then I, I shared it on my own Facebook page. I was like, Oh man, I can't believe this. And then one of my friends shared it and then he works on, uh, the military base in town and he's like an engineer and like all of his friends saw it and it just spread like crazy from there. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then I, to, once it started building, I started sharing in all the different news sites, like all the uh, TV stations and stuff <laughs> just to help build it up a little bit more. That's amazing. Now, uh, were, uh, did you deal with a lot of like negativity afterwards? Like a lot of people really pissed off at you for writing the article or did everyone kind of get the joke? I think they, they eventually got it. I mean, people were kind of pissed off uh, initially about it, uh, but they, they realized it was all in fun. And, you know, I got to do a couple of interviews and, and kind of explain it and did some morning uh, talk show stuff for it. And, uh, you know, people call in and say what they want to say to me. But uh, they, they were pissed but happy and, and that it was fake, basically, is how it worked out. <laughs> I was wondering, I, I just ha- I have a legit question this time. All right, I was wondering what what who were your favorite comedians like growing up, like your favorite like stand up uh, guys. Growing up, it was all the people that I wasn't allowed to watch. You know, like my parents uh, would tell me, you know, you can't watch this guy. So I would sneak down in the middle of the night and uh, watch like Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> uh, you know, Robin Williams, stuff like that, uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, but you know, over time, it changes. 
some guys who I, I look up to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, there's a comedian named uh, Nate Bargatze, and uh, he's really funny. He's been on, like, Jimmy Fallon and Conan and stuff like that. Uh, he has a lot of really good material uh, about, like, his family and, and just regular stuff, and it, it's just really well-written. Uh, like, Tom Segura is uh, someone I like, as well as, like, Bill Burr. Those are the guys I'm really digging into right now. Yeah, I enjoy Bill Burr a lot. I actually just watched his um, – he released a Netflix series recently, <laughs> The F is for Family. That was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, uh, I haven't had a chance to check that out yet, but I definitely plan to. But um, it wouldn't surprise me, man. Everything he does is great. So. Yeah, I think I've seen all of his stand-ups, uh, his specials and stuff like that, and I've heard him a few times on uh, Opie and Anthony when he was on there for interviews and stuff. He's just amazing. He's definitely one of my favorite comedians as well. Jimmy Norton. Yeah, I, I listen to those podcasts. Like, I, a lot of times I'll just binge and listen to, like, two or three episodes in a row. And uh, I find myself just trying to talk like him, <laughs> like just a regular conversation, just yelling. Yeah. You know, <laughs> really kind of like how he does. And he's so smart, too. Like, he just has so much knowledge and yeah. has so much uh, just opinions and just everything and angry all the time. And he's just fucking great. No doubt. What, um... Hold on, I'm thinking. My co-host left, so I've just been doing this with my intern for the <laughs> for the past, like, 10 minutes. So he didn't leave. He's, he, he had to take a very important phone call. Um, he's not trying to be rude or anything. But uh, uh, what, um, what was I going to ask next? Oh, do you have any other projects planned for the future? Uh, right now, just working on the, the writing stuff and uh, the uh, Man vs. Food Truck. That's where I'm going with that right now. Cool. Uh, Those are my main projects. So, how many episodes are you planning for the uh, Man vs. Food Truck? I mean, I don't really have a plan of how many, like a certain amount. Basically, uh, just when I travel and uh, do stand up, if I'm in a different city, I'll I'll talk to people and see like what's the good food truck to eat at, and I'll uh, plan something like that. So, uh, as many opportunities I get to go out of town, uh, we'll try to do a different episode for each city. So, I mean, it could be. You know, another 50, it could be another, you know, 100, who knows. Okay, cool. Now, with those, how do you put those together? Do you, like, is each episode one food truck, or do you try to collect, uh, you go and do a couple food trucks and then put it together into a full episode? Ideally, it's, uh, you know, we go to, like, these meetups, like these food truck rallies. Okay, like, like festivals, like one. beer fest and stuff like that. Usually there's good food trucks. Yeah, there'll be a few of them there, and then we'll, uh, you know, try a little bit of something from each one, but one of them will actually have like the food challenge where they uh, challenge me to eat like whatever ridiculous amount of food they had. That sounds cool. Good. What was like the hardest challenge you've had to do so far? Um, well, I mean the, the one that I have out, it, it, you know, the 12 tacos, they, they were really spicy. So, uh, as far as the actual eating of them, it was fine. Like, uh, probably I got about halfway through like number six or seven on the tacos. It got a little rough, like the the meat kind of dried a little bit, so it was hard to swallow. Oh man! And, and, and then uh, the next day, like I, I paid for all those peppers, that's for sure. <laughs> and did you break like their record, or like what did you get for completing their challenge? Well, I mean, it was basically that I asked them, like, hey, you know, what's the most of these anybody's ever ordered at one time? And they're like, ah, you know, I've seen people order three or four orders. You get two to an order. So like, well, I mean, I could probably, you know double that let's let's try for 12 and then 
I was like, I could do 12 of them in like 30 minutes. The guy was like, no, nah, do them in 20. So it made it a little bit harder. I got like two bottles of water and that was it. And I uh, just had to, you know, cram them down my throat as fast as possible. Oh, wow. Now, do you uh, tell them that you do this for like your own TV show or do you just kind of go with it, film it and not even bother really telling them what you're doing? No, I let them know. Uh, I let them know ahead of time and, uh, you know, try to work things out before I even show up. And, uh, you know, I, I filmed them a little bit, like preparing the food. So they have to kind of allow me just into their space where they prepare the food so we can film that. And then uh, it's basically, you know, it's what advertise what they do and, and also something fun and different from, you know, what I'm doing as far as stand-up, things like that. So Have you had anyone ever uh, turn you down and tell you, like, no, I'm not doing that? Or I mean, yeah, it happens. Like, uh, there was there – was, uh, like this burger place that I was working with. And at first they were all like, yeah, this is great. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun. And then when I came to like actually setting up the day of when they wanted to do it, they kind of backed out at the last minute. So that wasn't hmm. uh, too fruitful, but uh, you know, it, it, I'm sure it'll happen the more you do it. And you know, some people will be on board, some won't. So it's just part of the game. I get a lot of, uh, cause I'll go out to like uh beer festivals or just sometimes at the bar and I'll, uh, promote my show and get if i find like interesting people i'll be like hey you know uh contact us and you can come in for an interview or whatever and i always have people that are gung-ho in person and they're like yeah i'll definitely do that and then you, you you'll get their emails and try contacting them and it's 10 out of one one or one out of 10 will end up coming going through with it where the rest just are like not into it anymore <laughs> i don't know yeah it's crazy <laughs> Just, it's easy to you know be excited and you know face to face and initial interaction, but I guess maybe uh, remorse sets in or maybe you know second guessing yourself. That's probably the biggest thing. It's just I don't know. A lot of people probably just think they're not good enough or whatever, and slow back out. So yeah, I know uh, we 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 actually got that one. So Rob Rob does uh, most of the booking from Twitter and gets all the uh, comedians that call in and stuff. And we did have a guy who had agreed to it at first, and then I think a couple days later he uh, emailed Rob back and he was like, "Dude, I'm not ready for this." not ready to, to, to be on a podcast or do a radio show, just not ready, which is understandable. Absolutely. But yeah, I guess some, some people just get very nervous about doing something like this. Yep. I mean, that's kind of like me as far as like doing stand up. you know, uh, initially I was going to do it and backed out, you know, a couple of times and finally, uh, on a dare, you know, decided I just need to go ahead and do it, man. Once, uh, threw down a few, few drinks and got up there, there's no looking back after that. So, I mean, sometimes you think you want to do something, man, just do it. That's the only uh, inspirational words I have for anything, really. I think that is really good advice, though, because that, that is a lot of people have these dreams or say, you know, I want to do this. But then they think about doing it and they, you know, see all these problems they're going to have with it or all these how hard it's going to be to do. So they end up backing down where if you just throw yourself out there and do it, you realize, OK, this is actually fun and not as scary as I uh, first thought it was. That's actually how I feel about doing this podcast, too, because I had for a while wanted to try to start something like this, and I was just kind of nervous about what it would be like talking uh, to a live audience and stuff like that. One day I, uh, I met Rob, and I was like, hey, you know, I want to start a radio show. He used to be on radio. I was like, let's do this, and we've been doing it for two years now. But, um, yeah, definitely just just got to do it. Listen, though, we got to wrap this up, man, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, and we'll let you go. Yeah, man, uh, on Twitter, at Craigslist Comedy. Um, also, uh, Man vs. Food Truck on Twitter, or uh, you know, if you want to get that satire book, it's just mostly satire.com. Okay. All right, man. Thank you for talking to us. All right, thanks, guys. All right, take care.
I All right, guys, so. we're going on break. We'll be back. Hey, it's creepy old guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob. And no, guy. No, no. It's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim. Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No, Rob and Slim. All right. Uh, yeah, creepy old guy here from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim show, I guess. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. See ya. Rob and Slim show. Hey, this is Dave Yates. How are you? Good. How you doing, Dave? Oh, just living the dream over here. How are you? Ah, pretty good, pretty good. Where are you, dude? I am in uh, central Illinois, right outside of Peoria, Illinois. How's the stand-up scene out there? Uh, well, the stand-up scene in Peoria is it's good. Uh, we have uh, one of the oldest comedy clubs in the area, uh, the Jukebox Comedy Club. Uh, Peoria, Illinois, people will know uh, as the birthplace of Richard Pryor and uh, Sam Kinison. Wow. So, That's a yeah. lot to live up to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, they were just born there. It's not like they came up there. So. <laughs> I, I did see, I did watch uh, one of your uh, sets over there. It was hilarious, dude. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. No problem, man. And uh, well, you also have a, a podcast, right? Yeah, uh, this dude's podcast on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, this dude's podcast dot com. So, yeah, a lot of available formats. Nice. What do, what do you do on there? Do you do comedy or do you do interviews or both? Uh, I do a little bit of everything. It's just kind of whatever the mood strikes me. I mean, uh, uh, my buddy that produces it, his name's MJ, uh, kind of wrote me into it, and uh, I just did it for the sake of everybody does one and content, you know, uh, and then it just, it turned into something that I really enjoy doing. You know, I interview comedians, local people. I had a girl who's a BBW webcam model come on the show a couple times and talk about sex toys and what have you. So, uh, really don't try to limit ourselves to what we're doing. He's like that. Yeah, man. You tickle them. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, one of the episodes I, I brought her on a uh, second time with her uh, boyfriend. She brought a, a backpack full of sex toys and chains and <laughs> oh my God. big old, big old uh, whopping dildos and shit. It was a good time. It was a good <laughs> <laughs> what? It's fucking hilarious. How long have you been doing stand up for? Uh, a little over five years. Uh, it was five years on New Year's Eve, so. Nice. Yeah, do, man. Do you get paid? Are you like a headliner or a feature uh, act? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a touring feature now. Um, I've worked my way up uh, through the ranks uh, to now I work uh, comedy clubs uh, throughout the Midwest, uh, some East Coast stuff like that. Just uh, honing in my 25 to 30 solid. Um, probably shooting the headline maybe in the next three or four years, you know? Yeah. That's, um, I saw two years sober. Yeah, man. Did you yeah, get in trouble? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, April 23rd, 2012. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how I started doing comedy. Um, whereas I, I was a, a terrible <laughs> drunk, man. So uh, I needed something to replace the alcohol. 
So uh, I stopped drinking, but uh, I started getting up on stage at like music open mics in town, you know, writing like 10 things on a piece of paper and then getting up on stage and trying to convince people I wasn't trying to change their religion and shit. Uh, so because it was an ample replacement, you know, I mean, I was still, I was still doing other drugs, you know, I was still smoking weed and eating acid, you know, going to festivals and things like that. But, uh, I mean, it was, it was sober enough for me at the time, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I, and I stayed off the stuff, uh, from 2011 till new year's 2012, you know, I'm like, well, fuck it, you know, I can't be an alcoholic, I haven't drank in like a year, you know, so I'm just going to drink on New Year's Eve, or maybe I'm just going to be a New Year's Eve drinker, you know, so uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I uh, picked out uh, six fancy beers, you know, that I thought was going to last me all night, and uh, by the end of the night, I was uh, drinking straight vodka and doing lines of coke off of someone's bar in Aurora, Illinois, you know, <laughs> uh, so uh, after after that, it was a, a, a slow decline in the next three months. Just kind of was like I never stopped and went back to yeah. uh, the way I was living before. And then uh, I decided that I needed to get like actually sober, you know. Oh, so yeah. I, uh, you know, I I did the treatment thing, you know, and I came out, you know, and I, you know, been involved in like recovery groups and shit ever since. So, I mean, for me, it was kind of like uh, I, I started doing stand-up again when I got out of rehab, and uh, that was probably the time uh, that I was most afraid of getting on stage because, like, I had that idea in my head, like, what if I'm not funny anymore? Yeah. You know? What like, if that was the I, only reason? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I used to get on stage, like, baked out of my skull. It's like, oh, Doug Benson does it, so, you know, fuck it, I should do it. You know? <laughs> Dude, I always wonder, too, yeah. like, Jim Jeffries. I mean, Jim Jeffries sobered up, too, but... He used to do sets just piss drunk, and he was hilarious. I don't know how he fucking, how he did that, man. Like, he could still tell yeah. a joke, like, still be hilarious on that. I mean, you look at, you look at Dave Attell, too, same thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, and then you look at the aftermath, you know, and that's what I had to realize, you know, it's just like, I'm capable of being just as funny and funnier without, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't knock anybody else who does what they need to do, you know, their process, you know, that's what they need to do. But for me, like, I, I wouldn't go back even if I could go back now, you know, like I've got it, I've got it down to where like my work ethic lines up with what I'm trying to do, you know, like if I was getting fucked up all the time, I couldn't be driving these gigs you know, things mm. like that. Because, like, I mean, I was one of those all-day, everyday drinkers, you know? So, like, wow. it, once, I, once I start, you know, it's just there's, there's, no, there's no stopping it. So, I mean, it, as much as it'd be nice, you know, to, like, move to Oregon and, you know, indulge in legal pots, you know, what, what a world we live in, you know? It's just kind of like uh, comedy is my number one. You know, yeah. um, being sober is my number one. You know, I uh, I volunteer at uh, treatment centers here, you know, and I speak at a lot of meetings and stuff like that. And, like, if I went back, I wouldn't be able to help anybody anymore, you know? Yeah. I did like your bit, though, on the Keurig. The Keurig coffee makers, <laughs> how they suck, because it was just like a bump. You want a line when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one, no one, like, no one I want to hang out with drinks one cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Like you, you know, it's a, it's the same shit. You know, it's a good like, I, I have to drink a pot. <laughs> same here, dude. I'm at a couple, couple pots a day. Yeah, man. <laughs> I kind of understand because I have a Keurig and I find myself using two or three cups just, from just to make 
you know, for an hour. No, I, just, <laughs> I just keep on using the same cup, and I but just keep on. Even one of my cups at home is like half a pot. They're not. It's like four cups. It's like four regular Fuck, cups. Man. You need to take that thing to the fucking recycling center. Get it out. <laughs> you need to invest in a French press, grind your own beans, and get get with the oh, times, man. That's yeah. that's the best cup of French coffee press. you'll ever have. Oh yeah, French press is the bomb. I like a percolator no, too. Awesome. Percolators. Make a nice fucking cup of coffee. Yeah, man. I mean, there's so many better ways to do coffee. Like, I would rather just take my Black Inductor coffee machine over the Keurig any day. Like, I was reading an article, too. Like, uh, the guy who invented the K-Cup and the Keurig, he didn't understand the scourge he was putting on the world. Like, those cups aren't, you know, I'm like, I'm not hippy-dippy in the way where it's like we all shit on the environment, you know, equally. But, like, the guy who invented it was like, yeah. This thing is terrible. Like, it, it, <laughs> its function is terrible. And he, he fucking invented it. They're so expensive. The machines and the coffee, even the little pods. Oh, even yeah, even the generic I just ones. got that little filter thing, and I put my own coffee Regular grinds. Yeah. That's what my brother-in-law does. Yeah. But still, like, you're only getting a cup at a time, though. I did but make, still, I did make fun also, of uh, my uh, intern who bought the Keurig. I made fun of him when he bought it because he did <laughs> he did buy the attachment where you can put your own coffee in it. I'm like, why didn't you Dude. just get a regular coffee maker then? Right? Right. Like, yeah. You're not even going to use it for K-Cups. Well, he, he had that, that little one that just fucking broke down. Yeah, I did have a, oh. a, another one that broke. But... That one was okay, but it was like you just filled yeah. it up per cup, but it still made like yeah. a pot's worth of yeah. coffee. Yeah, yep. Well, and the thing is, it's just like, that motherfucker's not cleaning that sucker out, you know? He's got a science project growing in that Keurig, you know? Like, bust that sucker open, man, and there's going to be some fucking fuzz in there, guaranteed. Right? Oh, my my parents had a whole fucking ant colony crawling out of their <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, this is fine, it's just convenient, I'll drink a couple of ants, you know, whatever. It's fucking gross, man. There's a fire ants in this one, this blend. <laughs> oh shit! You had some really good stuff in your set too, dude. You had some nice Jared Fogel jo uh, jokes. Uh, I love the joke about when you were driving and you saw the minivan in front of you with like Despicable Me on, and you were like, "I, I'm, st I'm staring into their window. There's like, you know, three toddlers watching Despicable Me." I hate those. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I mean, that, I've been doing, I've been doing that opener probably for like three or four months now. Like, uh, I mean, it's just an idea I had on my way to the open mic at the comedy club, and saw it, and you know, like, and everybody's I, doing it. Like, I've been driving to see that. Yeah, and I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not the best at like the defamation up front. Like some people do the defamation of character. Like, uh, look how fat I am. Look how weird I look, and shit like that. So mm. like, I needed to find something quick up front to kind of just establish that whole like <laughs> this is me letting you know that I know yeah. you know about me. You know. <laughs> so. I never thought of it that way. That's a cool, yeah. That's a that's, cool take I mean, on it. That's, for, for I mean, it's all very systematic, man. I mean, that's that. Uh, for me, like it's it's that fourth wall, you know. Like we we get up uh, time and time again, and the the goal is to make it seem like this just came out of our back pocket, you know. Yeah. Do you have another job, or do, do you strictly strictly do uh, stand up? No, no, I, uh, I, yeah, I still have a day job, like a lot of traveling comics. Uh, I work for a company that makes uh, chemicals out of soybeans that strip paint. 
and clean things, and they're all biodegradable and safe. I mean, we live in the middle of Illinois, and it's nothing but fucking soybeans. So uh, <laughs> I do sales. <laughs> I do sales for them during the day, you know, and then I get off at five and I just run mics. Uh, and then they pay for my travel too. Like uh, I leave tomorrow morning for Long Beach to do a trade show for them. And, uh, I mean, they're paying, they've been paying me for the past three years to try my jokes out in other markets. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, I'm going to Long Beach and I'll either try to get my way onto a showcase or, you know, I'll just hit the open mic scene, you know, and just grind out like everybody else is doing, you know, Yeah. like, uh, Tomorrow night, I'm excited. I'm going to drive up to uh, L.A. Dana Carvey's performing uh, on uh, the Comedians You Should Know showcase. Have you heard about those guys? I think uh, one of our friends, Mark Hershon, mentioned that. Maybe. Yeah, uh, Comedians You Should Know is kind of like a, uh, a group of comics that started in Chicago and were booking these really tight, awesome showcases to try to like just promote people that weren't getting much like play you know or club work and things like that and it's just grown into something real big and uh joe kilgallen the guy that uh founded it with some other people there in la now trying to do the same thing in la you know so you look at the lineup the lineup is fucking stacked you know like it's got dana carvey on it it's got uh joe kilgallen he's really funny uh ryan dalton who's a ohio comic man he's funny as shit you know um and the and the list goes on. These are all like knockout comics, you know, and they're doing these showcases. And plus, it's like, man, growing up, Dana Carvey's special on HBO, man. I I mean, I memorized that special verbatim. So yeah. be, to be able to catch him, I was surprised he's thing. still performing because uh, that's what Mark told yeah. us that he still does. Because I think he wrote for him for a while. Yeah. Um, and he's and that's a lot of the thing is you'll notice in a lot of those old comics are coming back to comedy you know yeah yeah it's it's uh like i just saw Chappelle in chicago you know i mean i i mean i I grind the road a lot you know and i'm always getting up on stage but sometimes you got to go to class you know sometimes you gotta invest in your own career by watching the people that have been doing it 20 plus years just going wreck shit to make you realize like fuck i need to work harder you know yeah how often do you come up with new material? Um, I mean, it's it's an all-day, everyday thing, man. Like, I try to keep as many um, avenues for me to jot down ideas as possible. Um, I got my notebook in my car uh, and the driver's side pouch. Uh, I got notes on my phone. Um, you know, I, uh, I audio record most of my sets, starting to do videos now. Mm. And, like, it's kind of like the whole Mitch Hedberg thing. He did an interview once. Um, he's got that joke about like how, you know, he'll be in this hotel room and he'll think of something funny. And then if the pen's too far away, he's got to convince himself that what he thought of wasn't funny, <laughs> you know? And yeah. that's, I mean, I do that shit. And it's like, you know, a lot of people just think that, oh, I got to sit down and write for this many hours a day or whatever. But I mean, the laziness comes in our own minds where it's like, we'll have a funny idea and then we'll just convince ourselves, ah, it's not worth writing down, you know? <laughs> I scramble if I mean, I'm, like, at work, you know, to find a piece of paper and a pen. Just jot it yeah. down. Or I'll forget it, man. I, I forget it. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing. It's just, like, you know, I, I mean, I have a tendency to be lazy with my ideas, you know? <laughs> like, um, that, I don't know if I did that joke on the video, the bouquet joke, yeah. you know? 
<laughs> yeah. Which, it, which is the it's the cleanest bukkake joke ever. <laughs> a friend of his liked just, horror, and he wanted to. It yeah, was a birthday, and so he just googled boo cake. Because he wanted. And Google's like, did you mean boo cake? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it didn't spell it the same way as I did. And I clicked on it, and I, I didn't find a lot of cake, but I found a whole lot of icing. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I did that joke at Zanies in Rosemont last night, showcasing for work through Zanies, and she said, "Keep it clean." She wanted to showcase a six-minute clean set, and I did that joke on the clean set, and she, the booker was like, "That joke was great. That wow. is the cleanest fucking bukkake joke ever." <laughs> Our intern you know? wants to make a bukkake video where we like uh, we throw stuff at him, like mayonnaise. He likes mayonnaise. Just case. Well, he, he wants us to just throw four spoonfuls of mayonnaise at him. That just yeah. sounds disgusting. No, it's got to be icing, man. It's got to be it's got to be fucking icing. Like that uh toaster strudel icing like Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. You, everybody who's ever toaster a strudel the toaster strudel has thought like, man, this is me jizzing on my breakfast. <laughs> this is going to make everybody gay, but it tastes so yeah. good. I love the Louis CK thing about the Cinnabon. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's, like it's just you're eating jizz. Same with same with the the um uh, Cadbury eggs. It was just that delicious jizz inside. <laughs> That's all life is. It's just different forms of delicious jizz. Even soft soap, you're just squirting jizz in your hand and then yeah. licking it. Wait, you don't like soft soap. <laughs> it smells like watermelon. Yeah, good good thing the FCC doesn't regulate this. <laughs> right, yeah. That's why sometimes people ask if this is a clean show. I'm like, no, you say whatever you want, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch some episodes and I'm like, okay, I know exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. What up? We actually had, it, just what you said made me think of it. We had a mob guy on last week who I noticed did not curse. Really? Like, if whenever he, he would, uh, he was talking about this, like, lawyer who was a scumbag, and he kept calling him, like, something else, but it wasn't a curse word. It was yeah. just like, like, uh, what did he call? I don't even remember he what it was. He called the one guy a lizard. That shit was hilarious. A lizard, but yeah. He, he called, that like, on, the one guy a lizard. On a Fox interview. That was great. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't notice I was, that. Yeah, I noticed that I was going to say something. I didn't know if that's just how he talks or that if he didn't be. know if it was like a, a clean But I've had not. some guests tell me afterwards, like, I didn't know. I, I wish I could have cursed. Like, you should have sure. just did it, dude. You should have <laughs> tried for it. Well, and a lot, of those, a lot of those old dogs, man, I mean, it's just like for whatever the way they were raised and stuff like that, with, you know, like Catholicism, you can't yeah. swear this, that, and the other thing. So you just find ways around it. That's you what know? I was thinking. Like, I, so I mean, even my dad, he don't curse. Once in a while, now that I've gotten older, he'll let one, let one go. Yeah. But yeah, no, you never did that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a real thing, man. But, like, I mean, if, if you, like, listen to a lot of the old, like, uh, legend comics, you know, like, I mean – they were some of the dirtiest old fuckers ever, you know, but they, they weren't clean. And I'm not, I mean, the thing is for me, like, I don't, I don't think uh, working clean versus not working clean. It's whatever. But like, you know, uh, it's, I want to do this for a living, man. Like, and if, uh, like if a club wants me to do 25 to 30 minutes, that's PG 13. This is a, like, I, I want to do this for a living. So I'm going to do this and put in my time so that come time 10 years down the road where I can be a headliner, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Yeah. You know, do you have separate like sets written that are just cleaner. 
Yeah, it's either that or you know you know what to, you know what you can do and you know what you can't do. You yeah. know, and like I don't I don't sign up for the whole like oh it's my art, Boo, it's my art, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it's my fucking art, but like you know like I I want to do this for a living. Yeah, you know you're like your name out there exactly. You have yeah you have to make compromises you know and yeah and that's a big thing like if you can't make compromises you're never gonna get anywhere you know like stay stay in the alt scene go fuck yourself you know like I <laughs> you know like yep. they, they, some people wear that some people wear that as a badge of pride like oh um oh uh. it's just like no you're not willing to compromise you're not willing to fucking develop yeah, you know exactly like, I don't con- I don't condone PC culture as it is you know what I'm saying but yeah. the thing is it's like if you want this bad enough it don't fucking matter mm. it don't matter you're gonna work the way it, you're supposed to work to get the work there's some comics you know? too like Brian Regan he's clean and he's hilarious man like he's really yeah. funny. You can do it. You can do it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't buy into the whole. Like, you'll hear the uh, the comedy audience fan, like the old bros, it's like it's easy to be dirty. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, you I sound mean, stupid. But, like, if you curse a lot, yeah, we've like, heard that too. Yeah, like I mean, I can be dirty in passing or whatever. Or I can be clean. It's just, you know, be a, be a versatile performer. Yeah. You know, like my goal is to be able to make every type of person no matter where they come from laugh and you know i don't i i have bad sets but they're you know it's you just make decisions you make snap decisions and sometimes that's throughout a set like you just make the wrong decisions yeah you know and you and you learn from it and you make better decisions when you're in a similar environment you know like i can do a duck dynasty joke in peoria that falls flat and then I can do a Duck Dynasty joke in Chicago, the same fucking joke, and it, it crushes. Mm. You, know, yeah. you know, because a lot of these people think they are on the fucking show, like <laughs> running around with the camos and the fucking duck call shits, you know? Like, so, I mean, I got I them know, right like, here. We've got a couple of those around. Yeah, I use town. them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it just. sometimes you have a good news story you need those with yeah man i mean like that's the thing like people are going to do what they're going to do like for me it's none of my business what anybody else is doing you know it's important what i'm doing you know like and i was i was brought up through the ranks you know of clubs and was fortunate enough to work with features that are now headliners and headliners that are now you know bigger and like they took the time to tell me you know just get up on stage as many times as possible, you know. Mm. Like uh, half of this, half this business is working harder than the next guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, because I mean, I I mean, I talk to comments like I'm always happy to bestow what was uh, given to me freely, you know. But I can't I can't force someone to have this fire to do this. Like I can't inject this into you that that makes you ex- as crazy as I am to drive two hours to showcase for six minutes. You know, like I did, I don't, do, I do that without blinking an eye, Yeah. you know, because the guy that is not willing to do that, it's not getting the work. You know, uh, one of my favorite comics working right now, his name's Ryan Singer. And if you don't know Ryan Singer, check him out. Like he is a fucking phenomenal performer. He's a great writer. You know, he's out there, but he said, you know, equate every hour of driving to a minute of stage time. You know, I drive for an hour. That's a minute. I drive yeah. for six hours, six minutes, you know, that you have to think about it like that. Cause if you don't, someone else will. Yeah. Yup. That's it, man. I like too your, um, 
Oh, your one joke about uh, hungry uh, or thirsty guys on Facebook. Oh, that's new, man. That's 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 super new, man. Oh, yeah, man. That's... Chicks like posting a status or something or a picture, and every dude's like, "Oh, you look good." Why don't oh, we, I see that why don't all the time. Out? Like, yeah. And you then you went into Holy the fact shit. that somebody's like, "How'd you meet your wife?" And you were like. Well, her aunt died or something. (laughs) She needs some prayers, man. I gave her some prayers. This hard dick. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how do you think that's going to work, dude? Thirsty guys all the time. Well, I mean, I'm working on a part two to that, too. I mean, there's thirsty thirsty chicks on Facebook, too. Yeah. You know, it's just they're they're not as dumb about it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, they're just not fucking dumb. Like, I don't know what goes through someone's mind. It's like, oh, I'm going to shoot this dick pic off into her inbox on Facebook. (laughs) It's going to be the best. (laughs) Shit, Dave, we actually have to wrap this up, dude. Where can everybody find you? No worries, man. Uh, You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Dave Yates. Uh, uh, You can catch me uh, the next couple shows I'll be doing. I'll be out in L.A. uh, for six days coming up and then back to Chicago area. You know, I'm a pretty accessible dude, man, so hit me up anytime. Awesome, man. Thank you for talking to us. Hey, no worries. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. Have a good one. All right, guys, we're going on a break. We'll be back. We saw a lot of people this week. Yeah, we did. We saw quite a few people. And we were on someone else's show. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was right. Holy crap. Rob and Slim. You can check them out at the Rob and Slim show. That was a very entertaining thing to go on to. So fun. Those guys are a lot more crass than we are, but it was a refreshing type of crass. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So if you want to hear us talk about some more crass things, definitely check out episode 48 of the Robin Slim Show. I think we're around the two hour and 15 minute mark. Something like that. And we we talked about things like Action Park. Deaths at Disneyland, yeah, uh, uh, the new Star Wars land, yes. a whole bunch of things. Everything. So, we jammed that in 30 minutes. Can you yeah, it, that? it was fast. It honestly felt like it was over in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Really cool guys. Really funny. Hilarious. So check them out. Um, you may be a little offended, but if you are, then get the hell out of here. <laughs> Just if, you, uh, if you're offended easily, maybe don't listen. Yeah. They're, they're very crass, but if you enjoy that kind of thing, then go for it. We enjoyed the hell of it. Oh so. yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. So here's to you guys. Um, aside from that, do we have anyone else? Robin Slim Show. Lucas. How are you, Rob? Good. How you doing, dude? Oh, I'm fabulous. <laughs> What's going nice. on, Lucas? Oh, I'm chilling. Having a good time. I'm in the hot tub, actually. Ooh, nice. nice. Uh, in Palm Springs, so I can't complain. Ooh. What are you down there for? I am uh, relocating here. So. Really? For comedy or yeah. for work? Oh, for love. No, no, no. For, um... <laughs> fuck love. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm here because uh, I love it. I love the climate. Uh, the people are nice. Um, they're genuine. They've got gorgeous dicks. What's not to love? <laughs> Pete liked your picture. Which picture? And uh, I didn't tell him. He said, as long as it's not a tranny, he'll oh, he said, yeah. Yeah. I said, it's not a tranny. <laughs> I didn't tell him. <laughs> Pete, our intern, wondering? our intern Pete, I was like, you know, I can hook you up if you want. And he's <laughs> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was you no. and the, the pigtails. <laughs> oh, me and the pigtails. That was for a film. That was for a film we shot called uh, "The Real Cowboy," where I did play a transsexual. And um, <laughs> and I will. I'll be honest with you. I know nothing about cars, but I know my way around a tranny. Um, <laughs> So who's your intern? How old is he? Oh, how old are you, Pete? Oh, me? I'm, I'm 28. <laughs> 28? You're 28. Pete, I don't know you. I've never, I've, I have not seen your photos yet. <laughs> I, think, I think he's, he, he's been he's in a burly uh, the, other, the other times that you've been on. He's yeah, been in I studio. Been. He's burly. He's got a nice beard. Hmm. He's burly. He has a nice beard. What, so he can play the bear and I'll play the otter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm a short and he's very guy. uncomfortable right now. I'm a short, burly Guido. Is he Guido. really? Good. I'm a short, burly Guido. Good. <laughs> short, burly Guido. Lucas, I was burly also... Guido? I was looking yeah, into yeah. getting that uh, that show out here, and we went to, like, the one club, and I was going to ask about it, but the place was so ridiculous, dude. They had a two-plate-of-food minimum, which was, yeah. like, ten or ten or more dollars a plate and shit. And I called uh, another club, uh, the stress factory. They better pay to see my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called another club and I, they never called me back, dude. I'm still trying okay. to get something going. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll book something. I'll, I'll get out there eventually. Yeah, I will. Man. Don't worry. It might be by truck stop, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. You've been doing a lot of work, though, right, dude? A lot of comedy. Oh my God! I am so I am so blessed with work. I've got so much work. Yes, it mm. is great. It's That's great. Amazing. So on these off days that you can just relax and show one, you know, today's one of those days, um, I take advantage of it because I don't have that very often. I'm usually yeah. traveling. Yeah. Wow. I saw two. Uh, what was uh, that? Um, the thing to vote for. What was that? Um, the 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 Sidewinders best of comedy. Oh yeah, you know it's it's a place that I go in Albuquerque, and every Monday I used to go for, perform there. And uh, just rehearse new material. You know, get on stage, try out new stuff, just see how it goes, um, let it fly, unzip your zipper and pull it out and just see how, how, how the comedy goes. Um, <laughs> obviously, way too quick for you guys. Uh, anyway, so, um, stop smoking the reefer. Anyway, so I, I would go perform there and just, um, just see how it goes. And, and they nominated me to be uh, Best Bandit Comedian of the Year. And uh, and I didn't even have to fuck anyone in the bathroom, so it was good. I worked, <laughs> I was worked out ask, well. Is that good or bad? It I was, mean, it could go either way. It, it was legit. It was legit. And um, yeah, so I, I I have that opportunity any time I'm in Albuquerque, just pop in there. That's cool. Uh, on a you, Monday night. So. Do you know how you're doing yeah. in the in the poll? How am I doing in the poll? I don't know. Uh, possibly not as good as Trump, which is unfortunate because he's a fucker. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Was that your question? How am I doing in the polls? In, in the voting. In the voting. Not oh, the Bernie dick. Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Sanders, darling. I do like him. I do like him. And not because he has saggy white balls, but because what he says is good and authentic. Plus, he has saggy white balls. <laughs> Old man balls. That's a yes. running point. That's a good point. Like... You have to take that into consideration, you know? It kind of reminds me of Hoggle from The Labyrinth. <laughs> I am, I'm working on a movie, Lucas. It's going to be called Weekend at Bowie's. And I did, oh, when I, am I starring in it? I was going to ask. You could be like his, uh, his uh, like makeup guy or something. 
I love it. I could do his makeup. He might look like a tranny, but I can do his makeup. <laughs> that would be funnier. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are we filming? Because I've got, I've got, I got to put this in my calendar, folks. I got to put it in my calendar. Pete's working on that. He's working yeah. with another friend of ours, Hollywood Christian, Hollywood Christian and they got to, they got to get a whole budget together yeah. and a Kickstarter and everything. We got to get a hold of Kanye West and Kanye. Alan Rickman is going to oh. play David Bowie. Yes, Alan Rickman you know, and uh, let me. I've got a direct line to David Bowie. Direct line. Direct line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you heard, but Kanye wants to put out an album of Bowie covers. Oh. Oh, no. That's gonna be oh fabulous. my God! Are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? I swear to God, no, there's a petition there. to stop it. I'm <laughs> signing that petition. <laughs> yes, more people will vote for that than they will for the presidential election. Right? <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't well, think it counts when you that. vote for the president. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah, they're all no American. I, you know, if it's not an American Idol, then who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who cares, really? <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? You guys have been busy. Yeah, You're rocking. We have been, dude. We've been taking off, kind of. Uh, we got on an internet radio station called IPM, and well, a couple months maybe, we're usually always in the top ten. If we fall yeah. out, it'll be for a week or a couple days maybe, tops. Mm. Like, uh, really? I, I check all the time because I'm... Well, uh, you, you need to keep blowing Kanye. For those trainings. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We haven't pissed anyone off, really, though. We've been trying. Yeah. It's not like we haven't you been know, trying. Westbo- Westboro Baptist Church, what happened to that? We, we need to get them on there. I did find their phone number you know? on their website. Oh. That's right. I forgot. We should just remember the 90s. And, they never got back to me in, uh, in an because email. Because they are pussies. They're afraid of Robin Slim. And then you put Lucas <laughs> in there, and it just becomes a really bad Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, that bitch, uh, Shirley. Oh, my God, Shirley she's the worst. Helps, right? yeah. The worst is that they, like, have kids. They, they brainwash kids. Oh, oh God, man. they're breeding. She they're actually breeders. has, that's yeah, that too. And she actually has, like, you know, the kids' choir or whatever. She has them sing her fucking, like, awful songs, you know, fucking God Hates Fags. That's her website, GodHatesFags.com. God Hates Games. That's, that's what she has them sing. Jesus That's loved everybody, man. If, if you're yeah, religious, he, he, party he did. Them. He smoked weed. He loved everyone. <laughs> he was the original Bob Marley. He had that sweet Italian long hair. Yeah, I loved Italian Jesus. I yes. love Italian Jesus. He loved the long hair. Mm. Loved the long hair. It's something to pull on. I even like Japanesees. 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 He die on cloth <laughs> for your sin. Japanesees. Yeah, you need to go back to school. Get some education. Uh, dude, they're lawyers, those fucking assholes at the, at the Baptist church. Oh, that's how, that's how I think they get away with a lot of their freedom of speech shit. Mm. Their, hate, that's true, their hate speech. I will admit that I met some very, I worked on a film last year, very good Christians. They're from uh, King, uh, for King and Country, the, the band. Yeah. And uh, Joel, Joel and, um, and his brother is, uh, is Luke Smallbones. Great people, amazing people. I love working with them, and they're Christians, and they just the warmest people I've ever met. Seriously, so I can't. You yeah. can't bash all Christians. No, you, know, like, you can't. Because I asked a Baptist. Muslims. You can't. I asked a Baptist uh, preacher once about that, and he said, "Yeah, they give us yeah. a bad name. That those people yeah. are are terrible. They're terrible yeah, people, they and they give Christians a bad name. They definitely need to be lynched by every single person. Scientologists <laughs> in town. Seriously, they need to be lynched by every Scientologist in town. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, and uh, 
Here's Pete. Ellie can sit on them for start. Um, that would be great. Uh, John Travolta could give him a blowjob. It'd be fine. It's fine, folks. <laughs> I like when his wig falls off. That's yeah, well, when yeah. he's giving the blowjobs. <laughs> I heard he's famous yeah, don't for that. Pull on, don't pull on that one. The extensions will fall out. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he just pull a Willis and just, you know, go like Willis, you know? Right. He's in denial. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who else? They got that uh, Tom Cruise guy. Ugh. Tom Cruise, he's cute when he's not jumping on couches. Um He's gorgeous, yeah. Actually, I did see Mission Impossible is a great film. I loved it. I thought he did a very good job. I, I, I just have an, I have an unnatural hatred for Tom Cruise. I, I really loved him in uh, Tropic hatred. Thunder, yeah. and I did really enjoy the uh, remake of uh, War of the Worlds. Ah, uh, you know, I just love him, especially when he's got no clothes on. <laughs> He is, and he's he is talented. He can't. You have to admit, he's a talented guy. Yeah, he does. He's he he does good roles too. He takes good movies and all that. Of course, he is so talented. He slept with Katie Holmes, and we all know he's gay. <laughs> so he, I mean, he is extremely talented. <laughs> Where are you performing next, Lucas? Uh, I'll be in Vegas on. Let me think. I'll be on Vegas on Friday uh, for me at a club called Pila's. And uh, when I come back, well, I, I, I probably go to uh, San Diego. I'm taking a little bit of a trip, you know, road trip. Um, so I'll probably go to San Diego and, and then go visit a friend in San Francisco, take a flight, visit her, and, and come back to Palm Springs and spend a couple weeks here. And then I've got a gig on February 13th at a place called Fazool, a very nice club here in Palm Springs. And uh, it's February 13th, um, and it's already sold out. We wow. Need, like, it is a sold-out show. It's fantastic. So um, but now you know why I'm living in Palm Springs. I get that. This is where I get paid. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good. Do, it's do you know thing. our friend Alan Clark from Albuquerque? I do know Alan Clark. He I, has a radio show. I thought so. I thought you were on there. I was on his radio show. Um, I did it just. I just popped in and, and did a small, you know, ten minutes until they um, blew me, and then I left. It was great. Um, <laughs> but I do know Ellen. Yes, uh, he's he performs comedy. I don't know if he does anything. I think he, he got back into it recently because I've seen him post pictures up. Oh, good. I haven't been in Albuquerque. You know, I'm in Albuquerque for gigs, and then I leave. Um, but. Um, yeah, I haven't worked with him in a while, but I I was on his show about a year ago. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. And his one producer didn't like us, but we've hashed it out. We've patched it up. Oh, that guy. Oh. <laughs> the one the one dude on there, Cameron, he didn't like us, but... <laughs> Cameron? Yes. <laughs> I don't know Cameron. Oh, maybe he wasn't hmm. on when you were on? I don't know. He's yeah, the producer. He's... We're all producers on Facebook, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And I think he does a dubstep. He does the dubstep music. He does the, uh, oh, I, yeah, I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the dubstep. laughs> I mean, I'm not being pretentious. It sounds so pretentious. I'm not. I just don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> and then his other friend, uh, John Kuehler, I think he does comedy too. John Quayar. Quayar, yes, that's it. He's a yes. funny dude too. Oh, John is hysterical. I love John. He and I have worked with each other many times on stage. I love John, yeah. 
Great guy. He said they call him. Be careful uh, with your kids, though. Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think he's more into old women. So make sure you hide the crutch. Make sure you hide the crutch. <laughs> hide your grandma. Hide Pete's he's girlfriend. a nice guy. He's, our our, our intern Pete. He's really into the older broads yeah. too. He had a seventy-something-year-old uh, girlfriend, I think, or was she older? Uh, oh, I, we asked her age last time she called in. I think she was like eighty-two. Was it? Wow, dude. Think about that. Really, eighty-two. Uh, no, that's 77. Jesus Christ. Oh, 77. At that point, you're pulling out mothballs. <laughs> that's, I heard they use that in foreplay. They, they use uh, them as anal well, beads. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure they're good. Um, yes, that's what I've heard. It's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> he met her on Ashley Madison. That stuff that'll make you sweat. Yeah. We found out because Ashley Madison got hacked, and they sent us his, they sent us his uh, report, and... Uh, we got her on the phone. They were supposed to get married a couple months ago, but I think she went to the hospital. Yeah. No, nah, she's a. Oh, she went a. Is she still alive? We don't know. We haven't heard from her. <laughs> yeah. In a few... I mean, at, at that age, you know, you're really pushing. <laughs> Pete was really pushing. She... We haven't heard from Chief. Yeah, Rapa I bet he was. Yeah, he was pushing, and that's why she's not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he pushed a little too much. <laughs> a little too much. I, yeah. I pulled a lot out. I think. <laughs> or maybe he didn't pull out. <laughs> There's still pieces on him. Yeah. 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 She's stuck. I should check that one one of these days. Check yours or hers. No, I should probably check mine one of these days. <laughs> Go for one of those. Make tests. sure she's alive. You're alive. She's alive. <laughs> Life alert. <laughs> yeah. Life alert. Because we both passed out during an orgasm. So. She fell and she couldn't get up. She, she got pinned between the washer and dryer. You guys are so bad. <laughs> she was having a heart attack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. So what's new, guys? Not much. How was uh, Christmas, Lucas? Oh, Christmas is great. You know, I, I got into uh, Santa Fe just enough, just long enough to catch a cold and uh, and leave. Um, <laughs> the moment, I, I'm not kidding, the moment I got into Santa Fe, I caught a cold. This was on the 23rd. Caught a cold and I had to leave on the 28th. And the moment I stepped out of, uh, out of my parents' home, it's like, uh, wow, the, the cold left, you know, because I had to work. My body had to go back into work, work mode and... And uh, I've been on the road <clears throat> ever since, actually. Um, wow. So just been busy. Been in Palm Springs twice. Was in L.A. Uh, was out there visiting some friends and had a uh, a party for my talent agent. Um, they had a party out there, so I was out there and just chilling, you know, doing my thing, performing. I performed in Vegas. Uh, I performed in Vegas actually, I think, uh, two weeks ago, I think. And that was great. It was uh, a place called Phoenix. And it's off to Harris Street Gay Bar, of course. And uh, they they licked me up every moment of it. So it was great. <laughs> My friend Derek always said he loved going to the gay bar with his wife because the mm -hmm. dudes would buy him drinks all night. And then he'd have his wife there, so he didn't have to do anything. I bet I bet he got all the drinks he wanted. <laughs> he did. He, he said all night. <laughs> Is he in Vegas? No, he's in Jersey. Oh, damn it. I was going to hook him up with a drink. Is he cute? I'll roofie him. I'll pull Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, man. Get him a roofie colada. 
Yes. <laughs> Haven't you had one of those? They're great. <laughs> they taste fabulous, and you don't remember life. This is great. It's great. <laughs> Would you re-drink one of those, Pete? That's well, what I was going to say. He, no, no. he kind of does that. He's had, like, four locos and yeah. forgotten a whole night over it. Lucas should come oh, into studio locos. and make Pete I. I've had four locos before. That's why, that's why I visited Espanol in New Mexico. <laughs> that's part of the reason you left. Yeah, that's the reason why I left. Yes, right. They were a little too loco for me. Uh, Pete, you had a good time on them, though. What? The, oh, man. Yeah. Good time, he slapped man. a hole in the wall, Lucas. He just like. What? He kind of just patted the wall and slapped a hole in it. Oh, you know, that's always great for the glory holes. Make sure it's padded. Well, this one's a little high up, so you need a ladder. Oh, you need a really tall guy. Fuck fuck you. I've got six-inch stilettos, honey. (laughs) (laughs) And I know how to wear those pictures. Fuck yeah. Does that get uncomfortable to wear those? Um, Honestly, the truth, yeah, well... It's always a little uncomfortable when you first put on, when you first get on those first six inches, you know, when you just get on it, it's a bit uncomfortable, but you know, you, you become like the Kardashians and you get used to it. Then you're just fine with it, right, Pete? Then you're just, you're just fine. How's Pete, <laughs> by the way? How are you, has Pete? He been on, has he been on six inches? <laughs> no. Yeah. Pete, have f- you been on six inches? No, nah, I'm a flat foot. <laughs> oh, you're a flat foot. He's all helmet. He's got no shaft. He's all helmet bag. That's a chode. Well, you know, that's the, that's the best kind to have. <laughs> I I can't wait till the day that you were sitting in my hot tub in Palm Springs. <laughs> I want to see that flat foot of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen it disappear, honey? Oh, uh, in the cold. <laughs> in the cold. <laughs> Have you ever seen it disappear with a beautiful set of eyes? <laughs> I glue googly eyes onto it. <laughs> well, yes. I do have googly eyes, and I also have a brown eye, so be prepared. I'll keep you busy. (laughs) You guys are so dirty. You bring out the worst in me. (laughs) Pete, what are you doing? What is it? Pete, what is it about you? You drive him crazy, man. I don't know. I just... Am I driving him crazy? (laughs) I I thought he was driving you crazy, Lucas. Oh, you should see me right now. (laughs) A gay nude? In the hot tub, drinking a martini, hello, talking to him. <laughs> uh, where's uh, Pete's music? I, he has his own theme song. Uh, oh, you, uh, Pete has his own music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was for the belly thing. The belly porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a video, Lucas, called Belly Porn. Where he's, uh, he's belly he, porn. Yeah, he's rubbing stuff all over his stomach. It's really in like a half shirt. <laughs> it's really nice. With a, with with, with like what type of cream? No, oh, it's just it was milk. Cream? Yeah, yeah like sour milk, yogurt. <laughs> yogurts. There was glitter. There was. Uh, gross. I think a dead bug. <laughs> a bug. Yes. He stuck a dead bug. What type of fetish does he have? <laughs> Too many to fucking. 
No, I mean, Too these, guys were just, these guys were just... I like your intern. <laughs> he, poured, he poured a beer on his stomach at one point. He did. <laughs> yeah, because I had to white, I had to, to sterilize all that disgusting shit you guys handed me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that really sounds like a massive bukkake. I'm so worried to actually visit you, Rob. I don't know what to expect anymore. I thought you were, I thought you were a wholesome guy. <laughs> <laughs> he likes, he is wholesome. He's got a nice is, one. Is he? Okay, so I'm going to look him up on Facebook just right now. Because I want something to jerk off to. So, what, what, how can I find him on Facebook? Uh, you want me to send him the link, Pete, or do you want to tell him? Yeah, send me the link. Send me the link, Dan. That'd be great. Just it's always name. easier. So that way it doesn't sound like I'm desperate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Slim's getting a little jealous right now. Well, what, what picture? You guys are so fun. I love it. Wait, do you have the picture of you and me together in front of the quick stop still yeah, up on there? Oh. He's the bigger oh. guy. I'm the really skinny. Well, you know what I look Lucas, like. Lucas, so. we did too. We read some gay erotica. Uh, one of our other friends, Joe Filippone. Joe Filippone, he wrote a, a book that has gay vampires in it. We've read some of that on the show. And it was gay erotica. Yes. The vampires. No, werewolves. It was gay werewolves. werewolves. I'm sorry. What the fuck is it? Vampires or werewolves? It's werewolves. Straight, guys. It's uh, Harvest Moon, the Lyco Circle. Yeah. Cycle, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it was werewolves. Michael. And he's a werewolf. <laughs> the Lyco Cycle, I think it was called. It's on a midnight. So, so at midnight, he comes out and he's wearing chiffon and six inches, <laughs> and he's all cleared up. Of course, that's what it is, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> uh, Lucas, we actually have to wrap this up, dude. Where can everyone find? Do we you? really? Yeah, we have to wrap it up. It's we been do. way too long. I need to be on your show more frequently. I need to talk to you guys because I love straight guys. I love turning them gay, and. Um, <laughs> We gotta get know. him and Joe on at the same time. I think oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, Joe, our friend Let's Joe. He is he's a Joe. funny dude. Joe Filippone. Yeah. He's, that's, gay? he's he a, yeah, he's a gay porn star, I think, right? Or was I, he? I, I don't, don't, he had a walk-in role. He I said. Oh, he, he had a walk-in role right. porn. But he he's the guy that writes the the gay erotica. Yeah. He was a fluffer. He was a fluffer. <laughs> he had the best job ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I didn't Be know. Honest. Are we allowed to have more than one gay friend? Or are we only allowed like a certain amount as straight guys? Oh, fuck no. I'm, uh, first of all, I'm your first gay friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm number one. I'm number one, and I look like a number 10. Anyone else, you kill them off. <laughs> you pull it. You pull a Tanya Harding on their ass, okay? <laughs> um, that joke is so dated. Um, Phil Galooly. Fugaluli? Is that what you said, Fugaluli? Phil Galooly, wasn't that his name? The guy who was with Tanya Harding or one, one of those? Oh, your... yes, Nancy Kerrigan, yeah. Tanya Harding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love That's the right. Weird Al song. And she cried pussy. <laughs> I love the Weird Al song where they reference that. <laughs> All right, so when am I going to go out there and visit you? I need to go. Uh, it needs to be this year, I think. Let's do it this year. Let me know, dude. Message me. All right. We will uh, keep in touch. We'll get that done. Rob Slim. Uh, what's the other guy? What's the intern? What's his Peter. Name? Peter, he said. Peter. Yes. Peter. <laughs> Or Pete. It okay. Doesn't matter. He and he's twenty. Peter. He said he's twenty-eight. Yeah, yes. twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. How tall is he? I'm a short person. Five something, and he's got the asshole of a two-year-old. He said. 
He's got the ass of a two-year-old. Oh, What's that mean? Like it's tight, he said. He, this where you, you no, just said no, it. Oh, he mouthed it and winked at me. You really don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> oh, great. So he's got a nice, tight ass, and he's got a flat He's got a flat foot. Um, he's my dream man. Does he have a job? Yes. A normal job? He does. What does he do? Lumberjack. No, no, I'm a... <laughs> oh God! I'm don't even say that. He's a tree that wizard. Would be, I just popped a boner. He's a he's a tree wizard. Like uh, uh he heals. cuts trees down and shit. No, no, no he I, heals I heal them. sick trees. I stop them from dying. Oh, he's a tree healer. <laughs> I've got I, well, I've got some wood he can heal. <laughs> it might it it might not go down, but I'll let him chop it. Um, <laughs> it'd be it'd be different because usually he injects the trees. It's so oh, he does. He does inject oh, them. Oh, he with... injects the trees with certain chemicals. <laughs> so he has, to go through, he has to go through all the rings and circles. He likes no, the rings. You, you got to get to the first ring. Only the, the one ring. Once well, he gets past, that's the only one that counts. It's the one on the left finger until you lose it because you've been fisting them all day. <laughs> That's how my parents met. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure that's how you were conceived. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what they, I thought we all were? That's... <laughs> all right. So um, I will plan to, to visit you at some point, and let's, let's hope it's this year. Um, yes. Schedules permitting. Let's go down there. I'd love to meet Pete. Um, Pete, you sound gorgeous, mm. and uh, I'd like to know you personally. So, Intimately. Um, I don't I don't know what room I'm staying in, but I've Pizza got a car. <laughs> God, it's going to be a long drive from Palm Springs to New Jersey. Oh, Love you, Lucas. Love you, too. Thanks, Rob. No Thank problem. you, Slim. Thank we'll be you, in Lucas. touch, dude. Be you, too. We will chat again soon. All yes. right, brother. Have a good Take one, care, man. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. That's good for you, Pete. Yeah. You're going places, I'm telling you. Uh, he's going to drive from Fuck Palm yeah. no. Springs to see you. Well, That's Pete's not doing well. <laughs> no. All right, guys, not we're going on well. break. We'll be back. Hey, I'm executive intern Pete from the Robin Slim Show. These assholes get me wasted, bust my balls, make me shit in adult diapers, and yet I still come back every fucking week. I can't remember much, and I'll probably regret everything later on in life. But you can find these two schmucks, Rob and Slim, on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. You guys get that? Rob and Slim Show. Hi. Peter. I'm here. Peter Grant. Peter Grant, the one and only. So How nice that there's a lot of Peter Grants. <laughs> I know, I Googled you and there was a lot of Peter Grants. If you just type Peter Grant into Amazon, it's all the people that wrote books about Even me. authors, yes. I was going to say, yeah. like, I, I was, like, get, starting to write shit down, and I'm like, wait, this is not, I don't think I got the right Peter Grants. A lot of people say that. I And is this Rob or Slim? I, Rob. Well, we're both here, yeah. Slim's here, both and, and our intern, Pete. How you doing? Pete? Yeah. Well, I just, I just hope we're on the same page, because I already told Rob that, I cannot top erotic gay werewolves. You can't. Why not? I mean, that's your Tom Cruise jumping on the couch episode, and, you know, I feel kind of drab compared to that. Aww. How about erotic gay vampires? Yeah. Well, vampires are human-looking. I mean, Frankenstein. You think about, you think about werewolves, and, um, I mean, even like a female, a war vixen, she's covered with hair, and... <laughs> 
that's, that's just hot. not better than Like, do they do full body Brazilian waxing? Just like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. So I'm, I don't think we will draw that erotic. But <laughs> just me. Peter, your books, what, what's your main series called? Stinky and Eddie? Well, it's Stinky Stories, and Stinky and Eddie are the main characters. And um, I wrote um, 78 stories with those characters in them. And, wow. I was going to um, ask you, because I saw um, on your website, I saw like eight, and then on Amazon, I saw like something like 50-something. Well, there, there's 57 um, individual titles, and some of those have two stories because one's short. Oh, okay. And then they're collected into eight volumes. And, and each of the volumes has at least one story that wasn't published separately. Wow. So it comes out totally, there's 78 of them. And there's only 56 original Sherlock Holmes and um, Watson stories. So there's, they're more talkative than those two characters. Nice. And yeah. what does it revolve around, uh, those two characters? Well, the, the two characters, Stinky is the best-looking man on the planet. I and, saw that. And that was the conceit. And the thing... <clears throat> that was kind of, it's never happened before or since. The whole idea of these characters just came in this burst. You know, it was like Zeus with Athena jumping out of his head or J.K. Rowling said she had the whole idea for the Harry Potter stories in one burst. And somehow you just get this thing in your head and it's more than you could write down in hours. So um, Stinky can't help being good looking. <laughs> and I mean, he doesn't work at it. He's not an actor or anything. But a lot of his peculiarities are a reaction to the way people treat him, and he's not even aware of, of the connection. Like, for instance, if he's walking down the sidewalk in the city, people are bumping into um, light posts and tripping over fire hydrants. He doesn't realize it's because he's there, because every time he goes out, the same thing happens. He just thinks a lot of clumsy people. So <laughs> he doesn't like people staring at him, you know, for like people don't. So he's kind of in a bubble sometimes. He just doesn't see you. And he spends a lot of time with his family because they don't stare at him. He doesn't get along with them, but at least they don't stare. <laughs> and so in the stories, he, his mother has a, and her brothers and sisters have a, um, a cottage, a family cottage on the shore, and they divide up the summers to who gets what week to, to stay there. So a lot of the things are family stories where, you know, somebody invites more people into his bedrooms, and then when everybody gets up to pee, they go to the wrong bedroom, and, you know, all of a sudden you wake up and your uncle's nuzzling the back of your neck. And um, <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> I like Didn't know it. it was that Randy, huh? So, um, and, it's, and that one, that story's funny because it's a, it's a bedroom farce, but nobody's trying to get in the wrong bedroom. They're just sleeping in the wrong bedroom. Yeah. And then Stinky's uh, job, he's a lawyer, and he, he basically does wills and trusts and, and financial planning for people. So what, what's good about that is that his clients tend to be the well-to-do people in town. So he has a plausible connection to anybody, you know, the head of the opera, the head of the, the museum, the historical society, whatever. And so all these bossy old ladies just push him around because, you know, and they're his clients, so he's not going to get mad at them. So if they want him to judge an essay contest or, or determine what is the most inappropriate artwork at a, at a summer art exhibit, he just swallows hard and says, sure, I'd love to. 
and then it's always trouble, so he has to get out of that somehow. And then they live in a in an apartment building that has probably about 200 people there. So they have neighbors that are either um, crazy or rich or poor, and, and it's a big building. So there's a lot of opportunities for him to get into trouble. And the thing with the two of them, it's um, it's a little bit like, well, with Holmes and Watson, um, Sherlock Holmes is kind of an exotic character, and Watson is a much more believable character. I think Lucy Ricardo, you would never meet anybody like Lucy Ricardo, but Ethel Mertz is kind of like anybody. Yeah. So as long as the more believable character buys the story of the more exotic one that keeps the readers from going, oh, come on, nobody would do this. <laughs> but it's the same thing with Eddie's a cop. He's, you know, an average guy. You know, he's not, he has his own neuroses, but he's not as hard to, to grasp as stinky. So, wow. um, so that's, that's basically the deal. And, and neither one of them is trying to make trouble. It's not like Holmes needs, um, needs a case or he starts to get bored or Lucy has to get into the show and, and will, will cause trouble. The trouble always comes to them. They Somebody, just fall you know, into it, right? I they like fall it. into it. I mean, I, if you're the best-looking man on the planet, that's just part of the package. You have to deal with it. So That's what our intern so, is going through right yes. now. <laughs> I, it's a burden, isn't it? it, it right? Yeah. 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 Well, especially um, when the other guy doesn't show up. Right? <laughs> so. he, was, he just sent the message, though. He said he, he had a great time chatting with his buddies, Rob Arnauden and Slim, on the show, and the new sexy intern, Peter. Oh, man. Wow. So see? Oh, boy. I know. He's, he's in the same predicament. I saw one of the books was titled uh, Cold Toilet Confessions. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was that about? That looked like pretty <laughs> funny. Well, the, the story's funny. Um, what happens is in a previous story, um, Eddie is going through this entire 200-person building dressed up as Santa Claus to try to get <laughs> contributions for... Um, kids for Christmas. He was poor when he was little. He spent one Christmas, you know, and they, they had Christmas dinner at a shelter and they got toys from Santa. And so he's paying it back. So this is a big deal for Eddie. And plus, it's a pain in the neck to go through, you know, this whole building. Right. Well, then they find out afterwards that um, the guy that collects the toys and supposedly takes them to the shelters was a crook. And he's selling them at a swap meet. Now, here's the, here's the thing. Only, only your listeners know this next thing. That's based on somebody I worked with. I worked for a, 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 a homeless health care Los Angeles, and we had an employee who was soliciting contributions, supposedly for the client's kids, diapers and clothes and stuff, and then selling them. Wow. Stealing toys from homeless children is like, wow. <laughs> what? Other than violent crime, that's about as low as you can go. Yeah. So, so Eddie is so crushed. So Stinky, um, th there's no way they can, they finally catch the guy. And, um, but they don't really have much on him. So if he doesn't confess, there is no way that they can really get any kind of a conviction to stick. So there's not going to be much justice. So the cold toilet confession is how they get a heartless man to finally find and it's hard to confess and that's it is cool. cold it is stone cold <laughs> so that's that story wow that's cool that sounds really interesting yeah, i might the, actually uh, check it out i read a, a bunch of the descriptions of the books and they all seem like good like that and i like uh, i saw your uh frequently asked questions part where uh somebody asked if you have to read them in order and he said no it's like yeah. they're independent stories so yeah that's cool. you don't have to read them in order 
they're they're listed on the website in in chronological order if you want to figure them out. But mm-hmm. um, and and I kept track of this thing with this huge spreadsheet so that you know who met who and, and obviously you can't have somebody appear more before you meet him or something. And the, at one point, Stinky gets a nephew and. Your parents don't change that month once you're in your 30s, but your nephew from birth to age, you know, 18 or so is going to go through a lot of phases. So I had to be very careful about how old the nephew was and could he speak yet and stuff. Has anyone ever approached you about doing a TV series? Because it sounds like something that would do really well as a TV series. Well, no one has. I, um, I'm not a screenwriter, and... Um, if somebody wanted to make a TV set, believe me, <laughs> I'll talk to you. Get some ideas. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be a funny TV series it because they're good. they all have a very specific place where they where they take place. I mean, they're you know they're um, <coughs> not in the make believe world, and the um, it'd be cheap because you really only need two characters under contract, and everybody else would just be um, as you need them because they're only two characters that are really in every episode. Wow. A lot of people repeat just his parents mm. and sister and so on. Yeah. Um, the sister's a good character because she's two years younger, and she's good-looking, but she's not the best-looking woman on the planet, so she hates Stinky for being better-looking. Oh, and she hates her mother because it, she's the reason that she's <laughs> not So her main purpose in life is to find boyfriends who are so annoying that they'll drive her mother crazy in a new way. So... Um, a lot of the stories are based on, you know, one of Angie's ridiculous boyfriends. <laughs> well, have you written a lot of other books, Peter? The only one, the only other one I published, which is completely different, was a nonfiction book, and um, Trinity College in Hartford. Which I saw that. Hartford. I think the it's, Chapel um, of Trinity College. Yeah, and it's an amazing building. It was built cool. in the Depression at the same by the same architects that built the National Cathedral in Washington. <laughs> And um, they had one donor who paid, you know, the whole thing for this building. It's, you know, limestone, beautiful building. Yeah. And by the time 1932 rolled around and they hadn't finished and the donor was just flat broke like everybody else and they didn't have enough money to, to finish it. So they cut back on anything that was possible, like instead of a nice oak door, it just had, you know, pine plank doors. Mm. But even then, they couldn't finish it. They wouldn't be able to close the roof. So imagine this. The workers volunteered to finish the building on their own time. And they donated about 10,000 hours of labor to make sure it wouldn't collapse. Wow. And, I mean, think about it. You're, you're, you know, you're working for a company that's broke, so you're going to donate 10,000 hours of your time to finish the job, which shows how much it really meant to them to do that. Yeah, that's quite cool. It's true. true story? It's a true story. And, and they had... When I, when I was writing the book, I, I was going to their archives, and there's sort of like legends around town about this thing. So to actually find out the, um, you know, here's a letter that the president of the college wrote to the donor when they voted to do this. I mean, here, here you go. And then they, they actually were paid back because after, um, by the 1940s, the guy's money came back and he paid everybody with interest. They kept the timesheets. But they continued to meet as a, they call it an alumni association for almost 50 years. And they, I mean, imagine that, you know, you, you, you finished the job 50 years ago and you're still going back. Yeah. And they donated a stained glass window and pew ends and uh, a communion rail. So it was really, it's a very inspiring story and it's a beautiful chapel. So 
it's kind of the other end, but is it same, still standing the chapel? It's what? Oh yeah, it's, it's still, still there. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, awesome. Um, the um, I, I mean, I had to walk through the whole thing and make sure everything was in the right order. And wow. the the thing that was amazing too was the president at the time was also the college chaplain, and the woodworker that did the pew ends, which are all carved scenes, had a very good sense of humor. So that most churches don't have a lot of funny stuff in them, but um, there's little things hidden here and there that are really, really pretty neat. So, um, so that was, that's the other book. And I've, I've written another book that I just put aside and, you know, you have to sort of let it sit there and go back and decide whether it was good or not. Yeah. So, but after, after publishing one story a week for like 57 weeks and 65 weeks in a row, that was sort of, that's enough for now. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do before yeah. writing? Well, I, I'm also a CPA, and believe it or not, a notary public. <laughs> I, wow. I studied for four solid hours and remembered enough an hour later to, to complete the test for that notary thing. So, my, dad, my dad's a notary too. What do you do? You just stamp the, the stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Well, it sounds easier than it is because people yeah. come in with weird stuff, and you don't know whether you, you can notarize it. And and I had a guy come in, and he handed me a a phony driver's license and it said Mexifornia for starters and it had a picture of like a 1950s TV Mexican bandit with a gun belt and a big hat and it says authorizes bear to pick lettuce <laughs> wow. thing. Yeah. you know if you go to the other side of MacArthur Park you can get a better thing <laughs> <laughs> I can probably print the better one out oh my I, god I didn't know what to say well then he laughed and he gave me his real ID so um but the, I was quoted in the National Notary Magazine last month about continuing education. So I'm a pretty authoritative uh, <clears throat> something. And if you have, have anything, a testimonial that you think stinky stories are great, I will notarize it for free. What do people most get notarized? Well, you know, that's interesting because the office was in a Filipino neighborhood in L.A. And for business stuff it's contracts and you know things like that that have to be notarized so that's what i was used to but if you're um a foreign citizen there's so many things that you have to have notarized that that u.s born people would take for granted like if you wanted to send somebody your college transcript just put it in the mail if you graduated from the university of manila you have to have a notarized transcript Wow, I think the only thing I ever needed to notarize was a copy of like a birth certificate once. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then there was one. This was kind of sad. There was a woman, and um, she wanted me to come to her father's house, and he he was this old guy, and he was he was dying. He was really in bad shape, but his other daughter, who was still in the Philippines, wanted to come and see him, and so he had to have a notarized certificate of support so that she could get a visa to come here and um, that she wouldn't be a burden to the United States. Wow. So to go and visit your dying father, you have to get this thing notarized, which has to add a little extra, you know, stress to what's already stressful. So, wow, um, yeah, that's rough. There are all kinds of things that come up. So you feel like, and, and with homeless health care, a lot of the clients needed to get something notarized because they didn't have their birth certificate and they had to get a copy and, you know, and, and so I did a lot of things for the clients just because they had to get documentation, like to get housing or something. So, mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so you think notaries are kind of like, well, that's boring, but... Um, <laughs> I would think. But sometimes... And I had a, I had a fake one time. A guy came in and he had a handwritten power of attorney that gave him the power to make decisions for someone else. And I said, no, this is the wrong way around. It has to be the person I notarize is the one that's giving you this power of attorney. Are you trained to pick up on that, or did you just know that? Well, I knew that, but, I mean, also, so if you just walk in to say, okay, I'm going to take, you know, I I have power of attorney over Pete, the intern, and I can take anything he has and make decisions for him and unpull the plug if I'm tired of looking at him. (laughs) You you are going to notarize that for us. Yes, I do. (laughs) I I love that idea. (laughs) He's in trouble. So, actually, I went to the hospital, and there was a patient there by that name, and and the um, ombudsman talked to her, I guess, Patient confidence, I couldn't talk to her. But they were going to follow up on it because she didn't have anybody walking around with a power of attorney. So, wow. I mean, plus, usually a power of attorney like, comes from a lawyer and it looks a little, yeah. it's not written on a yellow pad and pencil. Crayon. I want all my documents in crayon. <laughs> I'm an artist. I use crayon. <laughs> it must be legit if it's in crayon. Right? Nobody fakes yeah, that. Color. <laughs> Anybody can use a pen. Come on. Yeah, that's cheating. So, um, so the stinky stories have been around for a year, and they um, some have gotten really great reviews. Not uh, not everybody writes reviews, but the ones that do, they tend to be good. And, I did see that. Most um, of them had five. One of the, I think one had four are, stars. Are they like like no, novellas or like a full novel? They're short stories. They okay. they would probably not even take more than an hour to read. So the average would be about 10,000 words. Some are awesome. That, I'm definitely going to read them then because I could spare an hour here or there. Yeah. And, and the thing that the reason I started writing them and particularly with how much good news have we had so far in 2016? It's like none. Nah. You know, how many how many people have died? The you know this endless campaign, the stock market, everything's depressing. Too but much. you read a stinky story and you get a happy ending. That's Every one of them has a happy ending. Mm. That's what the world needs. Not love, happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, do you want a happy ending from Lucas? No, no. Oh. Oh, I thought you wanted like a, a beer or something. I didn't no, know. No, no, he's going for cough drops. That's not that's not exciting, yeah. Pete. No, he's he's caught. He's the one that's coughing. Yeah, he's he's had a cold. I wanted to yell at him, but I I can't hurt his feelings. He's a <laughs> sweet boy. He works for free. Yeah, I mean, and he shows and he shows up every day despite what might else be going on. Unlike some of the <laughs> other interns, one of them fell in love and he never came back. One of them went for wings and never came back. One of them wow. went to Hollywood and never came back. Well, that happens to a lot of people in Hollywood. <laughs> have you have you guys noticed like if you watch a see a movie or TV show and people go to New York and they photograph it so that the whole thing is beautiful. And no matter how odd these people are, they always fall in love by the end of the movie. In L.A., they're cut into pieces and dumped along a highway. Very different vibe out here. I was going to ask where you were. Pardon? I was going to ask where you were. Oh, I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, how did you uh, start the series? Did you just write one story, or did you write more than one when you started them? Well, the... 
the idea of the character came to me, and as I said, and, and Stinky in my mind was so specific it defined like what his mother, father, sister, all these people were, and um, and then I just you know one situation led to another, and and there were so many things between the the neighbors in the condo and the clients in the office and the and the family at the shore that it just kept growing and they, they actually cover a period of over 50 years in the characters lives wow that's awesome. most of them are, are bunched toward the beginning but um when you get get out there you know stinky at the last story chronologically stinky's um looking back at his life and deciding you know he really needs to get back in the game he's got a great um grandchild a great grand nephew or niece on the way and um, if Stinky doesn't tell the kid how to make sand poopies at the beach, who will? You know, that his great-great-great-grandmother was a smuggler, and, and that's the thing kids should know. Yes. And, and according to Stinky, their ancestor that came over in the Mayflower threw up on Plymouth Rock, and that's what etched the 1620 into the crazy thing. So, you know, these are stories that need to go on. That, I, I, I agree, 100%. <laughs> There's oh, actually man. one story where Stinky finds out he talks about his grandmother being a smuggler for several stories. Well, you find out she actually was. <laughs> 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 she, she goes up in the attic and comes down with this solid gold Fabergé chalice crusted with diamonds. And <laughs> it's hard to imagine how she got it. <laughs> And she has this story about a supposed Polish count that gave it to her in London when she was on her honeymoon 50 years ago. And um, so that's a tough one to – and so she basically throws it to Stinky and says, well, find the owner. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Peter, Peter, we have to uh, wrap this up, but where can everybody find you? Um, well, they can just – they can find me on the website, and there's a contact us page, and they can – let me know, or they can on Twitter or, or Facebook. They can find me too. There's a there's an author page, and um, it's um, at Stinky and Eddie is the is the Twitter um, name. So um, awesome. yeah, it's fun to interact with people. Twitter has some great people like you guys. So. It's been great, dude. It's been great meeting people on there. For this yeah, I know there's some there's some that you think really why is a gynecologist following me, but. Um, <laughs> And, and then, and, but then another Twitter person told me the reason. She said, you have stinky in your profile. Of course, gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> she can think like a girl. I can't. So. You need a Twitter, Pete. Stinky gynecologist <laughs> or something. <laughs> All right, Peter. Uh, I'll message you uh, when the interview goes up on YouTube and the show goes up on SoundCloud, and I'll send you all those links. Well, thanks so much. It's been fun, guys. Thanks for talking to us. Take care, Peter. Get off your call there. <laughs> Later. Okay, bye. He was really interesting. I enjoyed that one a lot. I'm going to have to definitely cool. read. The, like I said, I was reading the, the uh, descriptions of the books. The books looked fun. Just being short stories that you Hilarious. can finish in an hour or two, it definitely yeah. motivates me to want to sit down and read one. All right, guys, we're going on a break. We will be back. Hey, guys. This is Bigfoot. And when I'm not raping deer and eating the Jersey Devil, I like to kick back with a glass of tonic water and a bag of pretzels from the Hangover Pretzel Company in Freehold, New Jersey. Try all their flavors. Sweet Heat, Brown Sugar Shittiman, Kabashi, and the original Zesty Lemon Pepper. They're an orgasm for your taste buds. 
You could find the Hangover Pretzel Company on Facebook, Twitter, and at thehangoverpretzelcompany.com. Or if you're like me and don't have a computer, go to your nearest payphone and give them a call at 908-839-5678. Tell the Bigfoot sent you. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Robert Slim Show. Hey, man. What's up, Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, What's going man? Going on, dude. <laughs> you guys told me. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what makes you guys interested in this guy? Well, you're a comedian, right? Yeah. We talk to a lot of comedians. Yeah, on the so show. what our show is, is basically we talk to everybody that's doing something interesting. If you're a comedian, an actor, a writer, anything creative, we like to talk to people like that. So, um, And we usually just shoot the shit. It's nothing yeah. big. It's just kind of just having like a conversation. But that's why we want to talk to you, because you're a comedian. You're yeah. a creative guy. Cool. What? Uh, how long have you been cool. doing it for? Since August, like when my grandpa died. That's not funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, bro. Yeah, was... <laughs> he had Alzheimer's. He had Alzheimer's, you know? That can't so be funny. Like, My I... great-grandmother, they caught her trying to eat a raw turkey. And yeah, uh, that's a little funny. I mean, it was sad she had Alzheimer's, but that story's a little funny. You're crying and you're laughing at the same time most of the day. <laughs> it must be interesting, though. You must always meet new people, you know. I, I kind of think that's got to be exciting. Oh, he's new every – he was new, like, every day, you know. <laughs> like, one day, he was, like, like following James Bond into the jungle. <laughs> then he would pitch for the Dodgers. It was interesting. My neighbor had one, too. It was his father, you know. And the guy would sit outside all day because before that – um, the town he lived in, they, the cops would find him at like three or four in the morning, just roaming the streets. So my neighbor moved him in with him and the guy would sit outside all day. And the only time he would fucking move from the chair was when the ice cream truck fucking came up the street and he'd run right to the truck. He must not have been allowed to have a lot of sweets. And he'd, you'd see him with like a Snickers bar and all that <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> you can't write that. It's funny. It's funny. Oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's just all of my time was like taking, like taking up, like taking care of him. Wow, so yeah. I always wanted to do stand up, and I was married, would take care of him, had a full time job, so no time for it. And then he passed, and I was like, my motivation to get into it. That's cool. It's I been like fun. It. Yeah. How long? Uh, so how long have you been doing it? Since August. Since August. Like, what is it? Four months. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow, dude. That's cool, because I, I messaged a guy um, not that long ago, and he just said he hadn't been doing comedy enough. He just wasn't comfortable enough to, you know, talk talk to anybody. I was like, that's cool, man. I, I, I understand. But it's cool that you will. I like that. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you when you uh, wipe an old man's ass and he farts and, you know, oh my God. and you just can't, like, spray. Like, you lose all inhibition, you know, what's next? Right, yeah, literally, you, the, nothing else is going to scam me. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, what's the worst that can happen out of this? Fucking Jim Brewer's got some great <laughs> stories about his father when he was alive, dude, if you ever yeah. uh, get a chance to hear them. Yeah, I, I and I saw a documentary, too. Like, like, so much of that was, like, 
was like hitting home, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. really good. How old are you? I'm 30, 30, how old am I? 33. <laughs> I do that too, man. After the 30s, you kind of lose track, bro. I'm always yeah. going a year or two back because I, I really don't fucking remember. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> say that I'm younger. I just, you don't remember at first. Yeah, you don't remember, and it's like, parts of you don't even, you know, who cares? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. It's after the 20s, but, it's just not exciting anymore. So you guys have a lot 18. of nothingness to look forward to. It's yeah, just two years, two years. <laughs> You're, I didn't even leave the house on I my 30th. What's that, dude? <laughs> That's what I tell people. Like, they get all excited. Oh, I'm going to turn 16, I'm going to drive. Yeah, and then you're going to hate driving next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a buddy of ours in not too long ago, and I don't remember how old he turned, but, dude, he was a little bummed out about it, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Each milestone becomes a disappointment sooner or later. Yeah, you got a lot of a lot of that in front of you guys. It never gets better either. I tell everybody, <laughs> it, never it never gets easier. It never gets better. Oh, yeah. down. Do you have My kids? My dog is yelling at me. Oh, do you uh, have Do you have kids, Jacob? Nah, just a dog. Oh, okay. Because I have the kids and they drive me crazy too, bro. But it's yeah. cool. Like it's cool to see them growing up. Like that, 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 I know. that gave me something to, you know, not something to do, but like, you know, I got my replacements. I could train. Yeah. I have nephews. <laughs> it's cool. cool. But you got to have it's one cool. eventually. Cause if you don't, you're just going to be the, the odd uncle, bro. Yeah. If you don't have the a kid, you're just going to be like, Oh, this is a weird uncle over here again. Oh, <laughs> um, oh my, my wife is scared of having kids. Well, me too. Oh man, these are getting scary, man. Yeah, the, the, it, just the world, right? Yeah, it, like, idiocracy is a prophecy. Dude, it is. <laughs> like, I, I, I just saw, yeah, I was at, uh, you know, it's called the Wawa. It's like a 7-Eleven out here. And I saw this fat little, I don't know, five-year-old, six-year-old maybe, yelling at his grandmother today. That, cause she was buying him a slushie, but he also wanted a fucking donut. And this kid was so obnoxious, I wanted to smack the shit out of him, bro. Yeah. I was like, you, you told yeah, me your grandmother like that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm a I'm an apartment manager, so like I see all kinds of of people. You know, I'm like every, everybody that shouldn't have kids is having kids. Just like the movie, man, it's tripping me out. And uh, like I'm, I told my wife, like we have a kid, he's gonna have to go to school with these monsters. What what do we got to look forward? To? That's it, bro. That's it. A lot of times, my kids will. <laughs> the, the the thing is, you know, I'm divorced, so they uh, know that if they say something and they say they hear it from me, I'll get yelled at for it. They don't get in trouble. <laughs> and I think they've done uh, it with shit at school too. Like they hear some bad shit at school, and they'll be like, "Oh, daddy said that." <laughs> so, <laughs> I get yelled at by that cunt all the time, bro. <laughs> Man. I'm like I don't I don't think I said that I I don't remember but I don't think I said that. <laughs> oh, she's. I'm just scared to get divorced, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. She was a fucking piece of garbage, bro. Oh. They're out there. Mm -hmm. They're out there. I tell Slim that he needs to meet somebody like that. Yeah, a piece of garbage. I yeah. need. <laughs> That's what I need. I've met a piece of, couple of pieces of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, the girl that I was with before I met my wife, she, uh, she married my best friend. Are you still so, friends? Yeah. Hell no. I was gonna say <laughs> that. that's fucking crazy, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, it was like it was it was uh it was pretty bad. How could somebody do that to but, their friend? Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I don't think it's that great. You know, now that I now that I'm married and stuff, I'm like, dude, I know your life is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I, I've been down that road. It's fucking. It's it's fucked up, bro. Now you're there. Yeah. <laughs> The sad part is like him trying to be my friend still, you know, like you see, like you, you uh, bump into each other at the mall and they're like, hey man, how's it going? I'm like, dude, just stop. <laughs> just stop. Why you gotta make, why you gotta make it weird for? You know? Maybe he enjoys that. Maybe she's driving him crazy and he, he gets a little kick out of that maybe. <laughs> oh, I, I get a kick. I know. He, I see my wife follows her on Snapchat. <laughs> Hey! I was like, oh, I, I dodged a bullet. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, comedy. <laughs> comedy, yeah. I have a bit about my grandpa dying. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if you yeah. used a lot from your life. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's all, I, that's all you got. Nobody can steal those, right? Yeah, exactly. Nobody can say you're ripping anyone off either. Yeah. Even though, like, sometimes I'll hear, I'll hear somebody's bit and I'm like, oh, man, I can't do my joke anymore. I, I mean, we were just have... talking about that on break. Like, but a lot of times people have similar ideas or yeah. something go on. Like, it's... Yeah, because I guess right now Amy Schumer is getting accused of uh, joke stealing. And it's like... What? Yeah. Really? From Patrice. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill. Uh, yeah, they're but... saying she stole jokes from Patrice O'Neill and I'm sure other comedians, too. But that was one of the articles Patrice was great, but... <laughs> He's gone, bro. Like, you know, I... Yeah, it's uh, like lambasting another comedian is not going to bring him back. Mm. Yeah. No, that's... I haven't heard about this. That's crazy. I didn't either. Some just told me on break just before you called that he just read it. Yeah, I think people are, like, talking about it right now, so it must be, like, recent that somebody uncovered something, and now that everybody's accusing her of, of uh, joke stealing. <sighs> the only other ones I've heard of is Carlos Mencia. I heard he's stolen uh, word for word. Yeah, yeah. he's a definite. Yeah, but, no, that, but that's true. And Dane Cook, he admits yeah. It. Well, yeah. Carlos Mencia admits it. Yeah, and Dane uh, Cook, I've heard too. And I, I, Carlos, I never found funny. Dane, I just, I always wanted to hate him. And um, who's the other guy who's really big? <laughs> he stole, they said he stole from Bill Hicks. Um, oh, Dennis Leary. Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary yes. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> I heard I heard Louis C.K. Uh, tell a story where Dennis Leary stole a joke of his. Like, he was featuring for him at a club when he was, like, 18, and he just didn't hit it. And Dennis was like, you know, I like that joke. You can tag it with this. And he was all happy because Dennis Leary tagged his joke in Boston. And next time he was at that at that place, he heard him tell his joke. The same thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I love Louis. He's fucking funny, man. Yeah, Louis oh, is yeah. good. Like no, he's the truth. Mm. <laughs> that's it. That's it. His shit is just real. Yeah. He's just I, out I of his, his life. Like or, he's so was... different, too. It's hard to steal, though. It's hard to steal a lot of his shit because it is that yeah. different. Yeah. Now that, that the bit about uh, you're in a, you're in a, <laughs> you're in a, you're sitting down in the seat in the sky. <laughs> Are you talking about being in a plane and people complaining about the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's right there, and we don't see it because we're complaining about the Wi-Fi, too. <laughs> oh, that, he is fucking funny. He's... I love his, uh, if murder yeah. was legal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never... Maybe. 
I was at the taping of that special in Phoenix. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Like yeah, the, I, I just was like, screw it, I'm going. In the crowd? Yeah. That's cool, man. My wife was like, I don't get this. <laughs> she's not into stand-up. Like, you know what I mean? He, I grew up watching stand-up. Yeah, yeah, well, he's a bit odd, too. Like, I, I don't know if it took me a while to get into him, but he is different. He's very different. Yeah. No, he's just he's just out there. And, and like, the thing about him is, he seems like, well, if you don't like it, I mean, don't laugh. What, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm a clown. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And Burr's killing it. Is he Bill's still? Yeah, I've always loved Bill. Yeah, he's... Oh, like his last special was like, like the way it was filmed and everything was pretty much art. Man. I watched one with my girlfriend. What was that last one called? There was... Um, the one on, I've the one on Netflix? All. One on Netflix I saw. Yeah. Oh man! His cartoon yeah. series he did on I, Netflix is really I good too. I wanted to see that too. F is for yeah. family. F is for family is yeah. amazing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There, there, there's this one part that's like that's basically my mom. <laughs> I don't know if you haven't seen it. I won't say it, but <laughs> she, she's on top of her. There's a moment where she's alone and she's done, and yeah, you know, that that crap. Watch it. It's good. How many episodes are there? Is I it... think it was only, it was short. Seven. It was only like, is it seven? <clears throat> yeah, it's seven. So you yeah. can get through it really yeah. quick, and it's it's good. It actually has like a, like an overarching story that kind of each episode kind of carries over to another episode. So it's, cool. it's nice. It's very interesting. Very well done. That's awesome. It's like how it yeah. took place in the 70s. Oh, it took place it? in the <laughs> 70s. Nice. Yeah. I, I like that. I like it more now. Yeah. I, I watched it while my wife was getting ready to go to the movies, dude. That's how <laughs> that's how short it is. It's good. Wow. So that's how long it takes for her to get ready. <laughs> I'm kind of curious now because I just found this video that says proof Amy Schumer is a joke thief. So I kind of want to just play a little bit of it just to see if we can determine. Because you never yeah. know. So Yeah, just play it, Slim. Let's... Go for it. You should be able to hear it, Jacob. <laughs> Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I like it when the guy pays <laughs> for sex. I, I mean that. I am a good person, I swear to you. Like, I'm very old school. I think the guy should always pay on the first date for sex. Uh, and... Well, that was pretty much... That's a short one. Yeah, that's a whatever. <laughs> Just the trees. You have a gorilla mask? Gorilla mask? That's it. You, you come in a face, right? And then take some pubic hair and throw it at <laughs> There's the Abraham Lincoln. That's where he, the guy trims his pubes, comes on the girl's face, and then throws the pubes. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah. yeah. It's similar. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Here's another Patrice. You have a poltergeist, though? Poltergeist is good. Well, you need your friend, though, right? Like, you, you're fucking him from behind, and then you sneak out, and he takes your place, and then you walk outside and wave <laughs> at her through the window. <laughs> oh, and then you go, I'm here. <laughs> Stunk, Jay. The worst one I've ever heard is the Houdini, which is oh. where the guy's having sex. I've heard him say the Houdini, though, before. Yeah. And unbeknownst to her, his friend subs in for him, 
Guy number one runs outside, knocks on the window, waves to the girl. But those, I think, I, those yeah, are I think all, those like, are Patrice just... got those all off of the internet, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, Which is just rape. Like, that's just rape. <laughs> and she's putting a twist on them, too. It's not so. fair to Houdini. Yeah. Like, no girl those, those things, like hilarious. the angry no pirate, there's tons of those. Yeah. The Alabama no. Hot Pocket. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Katie, Patrice I once, and his whole act was like that yeah, stuff. Like, yeah. That's so loud. Yeah. I know. Right? That's, that's... Okay, so I get why poor people are fat. But Oprah, you're a billionaire. You have enough money to pay a man to stand there and literally slap shit out of your hand before you put it in your mouth. <laughs> That'd be you... an amazing job. <laughs> that's some other board. <laughs> You could hire a full-time food slapper. Amy, you look amazing. What are you doing? Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig. <laughs> yeah, right. Those take too much self-control. Last time I checked, I wasn't a robot. Boop, boop, boop. Nope. How'd you do it? Oh. With Slap Chef. Oh, With Slap Chef. With Slap Chef. Slap Chef? What's that? It's a new weight loss program that takes decision-making out of the equation. How does it work? First, one of Slap Chef's world-class chefs makes you one of their signature dishes. Uh, then, before you can say Slap Chef, they um, knock it out of your stupid mouth. Slap Chef. This is too much, kind of though. It's too much at this point. Like Sandwiches. Slap Chef. Yeah. It's just too many similar similarities. Slap Chef. Turkey. Slap Chef. Fettuccine Alfredo. Slap Chef. And that's not even that funny. not funny. No, no. I was just going to say that. Too. All the chefs are trained in the art of Tai Chu Moi. I swear to God, if you ever touch me again, I'll. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think. What's I that? think people want her to fail though too, because she's a chick and she's getting big and. That's how I felt about Dane, and I, I, I know Dane. I've heard, I've heard Louis say that Dane stole word for word from certain people, and. Like, I think the same yeah. was for him, though. Like, yeah, he was doing great. He was doing great so quick, and a lot of people wanted to to fuck with him. Yeah, but different Dane Cook's not that funny. Mm. Yeah. That was just <laughs> terrible, that fucking thing. Yeah, that skit. Yeah. Shit, Jacob, but, we have to wrap this up, dude, but where can everybody find you? On Twitter, at LJacobito82. And what are the odds of you guys getting two guys from Palm Springs? On the same show, that's weird. Are you with the oh. other guy? Are you? <laughs> I, I, I was like, wait a minute. You know Lucas? No, I didn't. No, He's in his hot tub with him right uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And he does comedy shows here? There's no comedy shows here. I'm, he just <laughs> I'm moved like, I'm there. dying to get on the show. He's, he's a funny dude, Lucas Corvada, man. I'll definitely send you the links. You know, his links in a while. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 check it out. Yeah, cause yeah. I want I want to do some shows. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling nice us, dude. Great talking. Yeah, man. It was cool. Fun. Thank you. No problem, dude. Good one, man. May the force be with you always. <laughs> yeah. Always. Later, bro. Bye. Penetrates us. It binds us together. Right. <laughs> oh, I want to see one more. Oh, you got another one? Dude, there was a whole was video. So I just bad. had to. I, I had know. To skip this like, stuff. Oh. <laughs>
You're so Same rich, check. you could pay someone to exercise you. <coughs> That's you another thing. You could just thing. lay there like a baby with cerebral palsy and have people move your legs and go, hey, ow, hey. <laughs> You've tried Slap Chef. Oh, oh enough with the fucking Slap Chef. You're from Sleep States Navy SEAL. Oh my god. And there's so many repeating comedians. It's not just like one here and there. Right now, like, like women right now, it you know, and I'll tell you the truth. As a woman, I will admit that women dress for other women. Right? That's why men, if we love you, we dress you for other women too. That's why we dress you stupid. Because <laughs> we want another woman to look at you and go, he's cute, but I can't fix all of this. What? <laughs> What do you think invented the Hawaiian shirt? Okay. And that's the thing I brought. You dress him like that so nobody else wants to have sex with him. That's cool. Yeah. It's... A lot of it is just normal shit, though. Like it's just it, like yeah, I don't know. It's hard but... to say because it is a lot. It's uh... a lot. It's a lot of the same people and shit too. I don't know. Yeah. But but it Patrice is stuff things, that like I said. Like... I think that's all like shit. You know, that's already around. Like yeah. Patrice didn't invent that shit either. Like that wasn't yeah. shit Patrice came up with. Those fucking like. Sexual positions like that—that that shit. Yeah, like, I know that's like stuff on Urban Dictionary. Or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I think when he did his, uh, when he did his act, he said how he just saw them all on, online. But he explained <laughs> them, and it was very funny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like anyway, the Alabama hot pocket. And people probably the Alabama hot pocket. That's like when you shit in a woman's vagina, and then you just fuck her with the shit. How do you get that off? What How the do you pull fuck? the first part off? You just gotta get like. Has somebody actually done that? Like, is that even like? Oh, I don't. That's think gonna so. cause some health issues. Yeah. <laughs> you're not getting another date out of that. You're not getting another Alabama hot pocket out of that. You're getting. <laughs> On that note, whoever decides this weekend to do the Alabama hot pocket and sends. It's a I video of them doing that will give them uh, a shower, buddy. <laughs> I think that's what Lucas and Peach are doing. Uh, the Alabama yeah. You gotta have a vagina for that. <laughs> no. I don't know. It sounds like it can go either way. Yeah. Poop in the mouth and then you know. I was thinking the asshole. The asshole, yeah, either one. You just gape it out with a lot of spreading and then uh, that goes in and then it's gotta be a nice tapered one, though. It can't be no fucking slot. That Maybe it could. I think that would be more. All right, guys, Alabama we're uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Thank you for listening. You can find us every uh, on Twitter Everywhere. at Robin at Robin Slip Show on what's Twitter. What's that shit? What's that? Fucking uh, we're button? on IPM Nation. The only thing we're on right now is GoFundMe.com/slash Robin Slim. Weekend at Bowie's. We get a bonus, yeah, help us fund that and buy some pretzels from Hangover hungry, from the Hangover uh, Hangover Pretzels Hungry Company. Hungry and Ship pit Bottom bulls. Brewery and Hungry Hungry Pitbulls. Where the fuck is that? Right here. Love you. Hate you. Whatever. Oh, I got no volume. Oh, uh, I was wondering. Because I was of like, the dings. The dings were a bit much. It's a race. It's a chase. Hurry up and feed their face. Who will win? Nobody knows. Feed the hungry pit bulls. Hungry, hungry pit bulls by Slamo Toys. <laughs> okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.